Happy Safe Space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love legends. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. Yeah, we both have coronavirus. One or both may have coronavirus. Although, if this is coronavirus, it's weak shit, I gotta say, for me. Yeah, it's not as bad as the flu in that case. But uh, bear with, you know, throat clearing, any kind of sniffles, anything like that. I'm not feeling that bad. and I've not lost my voice like I did, uh, you know, three. What was it? Three weeks ago, four weeks ago. I can't remember. Anyway, um, you guys are familiar with how it works around here. But if you're new to the show and you want to uh, you want to call in, you want to participate, hop in the discord server on which we host the show. There's a link in the YouTube video description. Hop in the server, put your name in the roll call. We go on a first come first serve basis, hang out in the waiting room, one of the uh, the quiet or the talking waiting room while uh, we go through the callers and we'll pull you in in order and uh, try to keep your call to two or three minutes as a gesture of courtesy to your fellow callers. And uh, we'll take breaks for Super Chat, Streamlabs, DLive every half hour. And then at the end of the show, uh, we will uh, answer email questions. If you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live or you're having trouble getting into the live room, send us an email. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. That is the only place where we take call-in show questions. Thank you for uh, obliging. And that is uh, and put call-in show question uh, in the subject line. That helps us out so we have them all in, in one spot. Uh, other than that, I think that's all the rules, right? We'll we'll hop right into the uh, into the calls. Red Falcor is up first. Uh, let's see, where is Red Falcor? Red Falcor, if you're hanging out, you need to hop in one of the waiting rooms. <laughs> Can I say this name on air? The next one up after that is um, Based Black Coon. Can I say that? No. <laughs> well, all right. I just can't say Erica Marshmallow still. Uh, Mr. Well, he's BBC. He can be Mr. BBC. BBC, you need to get your mic unmuted there. Uh, Nara is up after that. Nara, you're good to go if you're ready. Nara. Okay. This is a fantastic start. Yeah, go for it. Hi, good evening. How are you guys doing? Okay, now we're good. All right, go. Okay. It's on your mind, man. I wanted to ask you guys about CPAC versus AFPAC, the Establishment Conservative Inc., neoconservatives versus the grassroots America First paleoconservatives. What bothers really me follow... is... Oh, sorry. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, I was going to say... Fill, what, fill uh... me in because I didn't follow either event closely. Oh, okay. So what, what bothers me is that despite them having a huge overlap of beliefs on most issues, there seem to be certain topics such as demographic change, foreign Middle Eastern policies. Who, neocons or America First? Oh, these are, like, these are, like, these are topics that uh, paleocons paleo wants to talk about, but neocons don't want to talk about. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And then, you know, in the case of CPAC, we can see that people like Michelle Malkin, Nick Fuentes, even Owen, Owen Schroyer from InfoWars are becoming more and more unwelcome. And that's despite the fact that people like Jared Holt of Right Wing Watch are given yeah. a press pass. 
Was yeah. o, uh, was Owen not allowed? I didn't know that. So Owen was there, but I think after the first day, he was physically escorted out. Did he do something? Why? Was he trying to be disruptive or what was he doing? Uh, just monitor the chat. The chat should let us know. There's probably a, a break in the stream there for a second, but it should come right back. Sorry to interrupt you, Nira. So we had some, my software just like crapped out for a second, but we should be good to go now. Oh, no worries. All right. Uh, um, sorry. Uh, wherever you left off, continue. Okay. Yeah. So, so people like Michelle Malkin, Owen Troy from Infowars, not, not, not as welcome as people from Right Wing Watch. And even there's this guy, Jason Charter, uh, who's a known Antifa activist who was given a pass. And these people openly hmm. oppose more issues on conservatism than people at, at AFPAC. And yet they were the ones allowed to network at the event. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, it is kind of funny to see Jared Holt there. Yeah. It's like you guys know that he's here to destroy every last one of you, to ruin your careers, to uh, to write hit pieces about you, to try to ruin every financial association you have. And and everybody else is banned on what? Ideological grounds? That's the that's the reason. This has always been the problem with neocons. They're well, too well, chummy the, with leftists. Well, that's the issue, right? So then if if they're chummy with the people on the left, then what do they really stand for? Yeah, agreed. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, um, I guess I'd like to hear their reasoning. Did they, did they give a reason for ever all those people being banned? Did they say it's because they have unacceptable beliefs, or did they say they've done something bad that we don't like? As far as I've seen, there doesn't seem to be any reason given. In the case of Owen Troyer, he was live streaming his himself being escorted out, and he himself asked the person why he was being pushed out. They didn't give an answer. Everyone else around okay. them was asking the same question. They did just want to give a response. Hmm. All right. Uh, final thought from me, if you want it. Uh, yeah. So I think that the establishment conservative Inc. seems to be more afraid of paleoconservatives than even communists because they know that their message might resonate with Americans. So I think like, you know, the, the, what Trump tapped into the Make America Great Again slogan, I think that that idea resonates is similar to the America First movement's ideas. And so I think that they're afraid that that might pull away from their influence. Mm. All right. Well, thanks for the info. Have a good night. Thanks, you too. BBC, you can chime in whenever you like. Red Falcor is up next. Hey, how are you guys doing tonight? I'm all right. What's on your mind? Sorry, Except for bro. the coronavirus, I'm doing okay. For the coronavirus, indeed. Yeah. You're infected. Um, yeah, sorry for not uh, being there. I was restarting the app to see see my actual place in the queue, and I'm on a new platform tonight, so that uh, was ah. a problem. So uh, I'm I'm wa wondering if you guys have an opinion on what our newest culture has done to um, male and female female frankly uh s s s sexual compulsivity uh, as it applies to re relationships like can you are... define that term for me i'm not exactly sure what you mean yeah i'm not either but it okay. has s s s something to do with um uh, wanting to 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 use s 
sex as like uh, stress relief and mm-hmm. you know to the po- po- point where, where it begins to imp- impede your life or to dis- disrupt y- your relationship and blonde, yeah i think it's can, yeah it's probably a product of tinder culture mm-hmm. um and then people aren't good at being bored anymore so no matter how hot the chick you're with that you're banging like no, no matter how hot she is victoria's secret model level hotness like you will get tired of banging that chick and like people just used to be fine with being bored that wasn't like a relationship mm. ending thing mm. um and i think that for the most part people can't really do that hmm. I, yeah. I guess i'm i'm not quite sure i still or i'm still not quite sure i follow the concept you're saying people what what's the what's the potential problem here people that 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 they're they're so, 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 sort of overvaluing per, 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 perhaps the the, the uh, sexual aspect of a relationship i see um, and uh not well not, overvaluing not, and undervaluing right you know like giving a, giving it away too easily or not treating it with the respect it deserves probably right um right. Yeah, v- viewing it as just uh, like an exchange in the moment as opposed to something that's part of, uh, you have to have an emotional and an intellectual connection with that person too. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's all true. And it, I, I think your point is well taken that the, if you don't have that with the person either, it, it, doesn't ha- it doesn't matter how hot the chick is. If you know she's annoying and she's, I don't know, you hate everything that she says, that's not going to be satisfying either. So yeah, yeah I, I, I suppose it's kind of, it's sort of an interesting contradiction. It's like an overvalue and an undervalue. It's all mm-hmm. that we want, but also we make it worthless or yeah. at least uh, we diminish its value significantly. Yeah. And hmm. I think there's some mo- modern mechanisms by, by, by which a woman in a, st- 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 a stable relationship becomes comes disinterested um and not 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 as willing to put put in the effort to to you use it as part of the glue of the relationship i don't know if that's if if that's political or if it's uh yeah it's uh, i mean it's not that important is it it's it's pretty important but it's not like the most important thing i would say it's it's as important as the other pieces i don't think either i don't think any of them is uh sufficient on its own you know you got to have all three pieces of those of that chemistry for a healthy relationship otherwise it's not going to be satisfying some of some might be stronger than others but you got to have something there on all three parts right Mm. all right uh last word if you want it uh no i think that's it you guys have a good night you as well yeah Whereas I am incredibly weak on the emotional part of that triangle. I do not care about female emotional nonsense. <laughs> oh, yeah. My husband either. S- someday I will learn the art, but uh, that's a work in progress. I don't know if you should. Uh, you do need, you, yeah, w- us men have to show a little bit of sensitivity, but you don't want to overindulge. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. BBC, are you there? Oh, what's up? Hi. What's on your mind? A whole lot of nothing. Listen, 
I, I heard that you can't say my full name. I did. I though. don't know. He did. It was fine. <laughs> oh, you have right. it too. Okay. I don't. Do I need one of those? Like, uh, do I need something like an N word pass to say it? Or it... Oh, you want an N word pass? Well, I don't know. Do I need one to say it, or can Are I just say it? Are you passing them out? Can I get one too? No, no. I just want to hear Matt call me the N word <laughs> with the hardy. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's a big well, ass. I'll help you out too. Nah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on. Okay, look, we gotta we gotta work on a relationship first to be on a to be on an N word basis. What you mean? We're friends. Uh, yeah, but you know, we just met each other. Nah, I've known you for a long time. All right. What's really on your mind? Nothing. Exactly. I just want to hear you say the N word. That's all I want to hear. Well, I have <laughs> said it before. I've I, I have said it on rare occasion on the stream. But you but you but you have to say it now and you have to call me and say BBC is a Nick. This is this is the opposite of an N word pass. This is now an N word terrorist. You will say it or what? Yeah. What are you gonna do? I uh, will um steal your camera. Oh, okay. Well, come and take it, I guess. <laughs> uh, Matt doesn't like to be mandated to do anything. Uh, but there's got to be a, there's got to be a specific context. I don't want to just throw out the hard R cheaply. No, Speaking of cheapening context. things, context is that I want you to say it. Um. Yeah, but. I don't know. I need a little incentive. Like rob him or something, so it's a little easier. Oh, I'll rob you if you want me to rob you. You <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Is that I'm all you want to get out of here? Yeah, that's all I want. <laughs> all right, well, we'll work on this. Maybe we'll get to that point, but I'll give you last word if you want it. Uh, I would love for Matt to call me the N-word. I will steal <laughs> or do whatever he wants to do. <laughs> For him to call me the N-word. This is then thus a new bit is born. But you're gonna have to you're gonna have to work on this. We're gonna oh, have to me. negotiate a deal over time. Don't worry, Matt, I will. Alright, you come back again with a with an offer and we'll we'll figure out how to make this happen. Alright, sure. Alright, have a good night. Alright, good night. <laughs> uh let's see. Did we uh yeah, we talked to Nera. This is a this is a good name, I guess. Uh Gay Dad's Bear. <laughs> Hello, gay dad's bear. <laughs> what are you laughing about? That last caller. Oh, all right. He said, uh, give me an incentive. And then Blonde says, rob him. <laughs> well, yeah, that was know. racist. Sorry. You, you never know what's going to happen on the Wednesday stream, man. What's on your mind? Um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about uh, liberalism uh, outliving its purpose. Okay. Are you? Uh, are we talking about classical liberalism, or are we talking about like oh, well, current progressivism, about... leftism? Yeah, I mean, it just keeps going left, right? Well, I just want to. I noticed like, like the Bernie Bros get all upset about minorities not supporting Bernie. Come on, don't you want? We're here to help you. We're going to give you free college and health care. Yeah. And the minorities are like, we already get that for free. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of want to, this is an element of that experience that I'll never have, because I wonder what it's like to have people pander to you so aggressively based on your race. I've never really experienced that. I've never heard of a politician like just going hard after yeah. the white vote. I bet it would feel awkward. It yeah. would, it would seem, I'm sure I would hate that because it's like, listen, man, I'm my own person. I'll do my own thing. I don't need you to be my babysitter. Yeah. But I wonder what that feels like. That's something I I probably won't ever experience unless something goes crazy, things radically change. 
Yeah, some of us were talking about uh, the language that they use too and about how they spend money. Like uh, Trump's spending, the, the tax spending cuts. Um, mm -hmm. I was actually looking uh, at the revenue year over year. Before the tax cuts, they were increasing uh, the overall revenue by about 20 to 50 trillion or a billion dollars a year. And since the uh, tax cuts where they say they get less money, they've actually been going up 100 to 200 billion dollars a year. Wasn't that what voodoo, wasn't that the voodoo economics quote? Wasn't that how it was? Isn't that what Bush said to Reagan or was that a different context? I mean, it makes sense in theory, but people say it never actually happens. You're saying it did happen. Well, I'm looking, I'm um, at the, looking at the balance sheets. Yeah. You know, they were at 3.25 trillion and now they're up at 3.86 trillion. Yeah. They get more money with the tax cut. Or, and, you know, they call, uh, anytime, like, they say, um, oh, Trump is cutting spending on this or that, it's like he's actually increasing spending, but at a lower rate than what they, they intended. Yes, so they that, is, that, is, that is clever phrasing they always do. Yeah. And, and there's always, the, how do they phrase it? When they're talking about, oftentimes when they talk about, quote, something, something's going crazy with my software, so... Um, consult the yep. chat and and tell me if everything's all right. Sorry, uh, gay dad's bear. It's something's going something's going wrong on my Lots software. Lots of f's. But it should be back up. And to let me know if there's problems with the yeah. with back. the video or audio. Sorry about that, guys. But uh, I, I don't know what's going on. I've never seen that problem before. Anyway, uh, the thing I was going to say is uh, about they call it like handouts for the rich, by which you mean like a lower tax burden, by which you mean keeping your own money. That's mm -hmm. that's a handout yeah. now. Yeah, I, someone said today that we can't afford payroll tax cuts. Like we can't afford to take our money more. Yeah, or, it's a weird way to phrase it. We the only reason we can't afford it is because we have so many liabilities of handouts mm -hmm. to people. That's why we mm -hmm. can't afford well, it. I know that if the, if that actually went through, I'd actually be able to hire people because right now I just ten ninety nine people make them pay their own payroll. Yeah. Basically. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean the amount the tax burden. Uh, thankfully we've, we've got a great tax guy who gets us a great deal, Yeah. but even still the tax burden that exists on this show as a business is certainly the difference between, um, hiring some help or otherwise mm -hmm. upgrading things or, you know, there's, there's tangible yep. difference in this, in my channel, in this stream as a operation, a business operation that, that, that tax reality, uh, that that creates. So I'm right there with you, man. I, I get yeah, it. Maybe maybe it shouldn't exist on uh, lower uh, businesses because you know, like each employee, I'll pay like almost 15% of the entire job that they do. So if I have three people out there, you know, that's half the money gone, and yeah. then I got to pay taxes on it, which is double what yeah. they pay in tax. No doubt. All right, final word if you want it. Nope, I've had plenty of final words here. I think like I've been All here right. forever. All right, thank you, man. Wow, the guy who voluntarily got out of here in a timely fashion himself. I know, himself. right? Um, as far as uh, is chat, uh, consult the chat really quick. Everything good tech-wise, or is it anything going crazy? Uh, they said it's back. Everything's fine. Okay. Sorry about whatever's going on, but, um, you know, this is a duct tape operation. Always has been, always will be. And I uh, appreciate your guys' patience with it. Hopefully that does not come back. But two in one stream, I've never seen that before. Uh, okay. Eastern promise. You're good. To, oh, actually, sorry. I got one ahead. Nyabron. Eastern hey. promise. Just hang out for a second and I'll uh, let you chime in. 
Naya hey, Boron, sorry. What's on your mind? Um, well, longtime lover, but first time caller. Oh, um, okay. Well, thank you. Yeah, no. Uh, what do you best path for taking our country back from the socialists? Well, but uh, I think as much as fantasizing about culling the soy crop is like as fun as that is, our uh, if if we get into an actual civil war, I think our foreign embassies, assets in the Middle East and stuff are going to come under fire. Maybe China or Russia might step up. Uh, not super keen on civil war. So, what do you think aside from that would be like? the best get back from the socialists because we have a lot of socialized things we've been working on for a long time and that are already implemented. I wish I had a good strategy on this because as we talk about all the time, usually Liberty is not restored by those uh, with a firm grip on the power voluntarily releasing it. And that does worry me. That does freak me out. I, of course I hope that's how it happens, but the idea that Congress is going to get together one day that we're going to elect enough small government people to be like, okay, we're going to just start taking an ax to all this bullshit around here that shouldn't be part of the federal government. Yeah. And we're going to return power yeah. to the states and the people voluntarily and peacefully. Of course, that's what I hope for. And that's why I want to say like, well, we all need to have an epiphany and start electing small government people to federal office. But that's just never the way it happens in history. And I don't endorse that. It's just an observable reality that power concentrates. People get a small group of people or one person gets a firm grip on all the power. And then the uh, the old tree of liberty gets watered. That's how it that's happens. How it and I don't, I don't want that to be the case, but I do fear that will be the case. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's five years from now. I don't know if that's 50 years from now, but the trajectory is. More power in Washington, more power in, in yeah. a smaller group of people's hands. Do you have uh, you got a you got a good strategy on this? Because I'd love to hear it. Well, I think I mean I think if if you're going to make the people come together uh, to try to fix something, I think a strong sense of nationalism needs to be promoted. And I know how okay. afraid people are of that because then it gets into he and she is a Nazi, and it actually is a lot closer than currently. Yeah, but you got to um, have stuff in common with people to do that. Exactly. Um, I think that like, you know, it, it, even if your people need to realize that even if your country is shit or you think that uh, your people, your team is still better in your interests than any other team out there because they're going to be working mm. in their interests. Right. Um, I don't think that you can really elect uh, enough Congress people to come together and, and fix it. You know, I think it's part of just the natural life cycle of nations. Um, so how, they, how do you make that happen doing that until you get a dictator and then you overthrow the dictator and see yeah. a clean democracy and just start over as it does. That's so that. depressing. It is. Yeah, it, well, I mean, it's, it's the life cycle. It's depressing that, that people are born, live and then die. And then another person is born and the life cycle starts. I think that nations are just like, they're just like people, you know, they can last a long time, but eventually, you know, you need to wipe it clean. Yeah, but with people, at least it's it's a new individual each time. But I feel like we're just going to resurrect the I same it's a new thing each every time. time. You know. Yeah, like, but if we aren't learning any lessons different. about the inefficiencies of democracy, it's like, what's the fucking point? <laughs> I think that if uh, if civilization were to learn lessons that quickly, um, we wouldn't. We'd be much further ahead than we are. No, time. everyone always thinks they're the one who's going to do it right this time. Uh, well, I mean, so. uh, Nyaboran for dictatorship, uh, <laughs> 2030. So. Maybe. I mean, all right, we'll try it again. We'll give it I'll another spin. Right. All right, yeah, final yeah. word if you want it. Uh, 
PSA for the Discord server, if that's all right. Sorry, you cut out a little bit. What'd you say? Uh, oh, man. I have a PSA for the Discord server, if that's oh, all sure. right. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, as you all know, uh, Spader took over the admin recently on the server. Mm-hmm. And I'm, sure to, I'm, I'm here to make sure that his uh, rigorous hygiene standards are being met. Uh, therefore, we will be undergoing a surprise penis inspection tonight. And, uh, <laughs> afterwards, if anyone needs an extra circumcision or two, just PM me. Let me know. <laughs> Sounds yep. good. Noted. And thanks to Spader for stepping up in the absence of uh, of our old uh, admin. So appreciate He's it. Thanks, guy. man. Later. Yep. Okay. Uh, up next is Eastern Promise, right? Eastern Promise, you're good to go. I got a mic lighting up, but I don't have any sound. So I'll let you hang out for a sec. You don't have any sound, do you, Blon? Okay. Mm-hmm. Raggle Fraggle, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. Doing all right? What's on your mind? Okay, so first off, uh, what I meant in the DMs was that you look like a fucking snow ape and you need some color, buddy. <laughs> okay. Maybe that'll make you feel better, not get sick, you know, every, what, couple weeks? Nah, he gets uh, sick bi annually. Yeah, I hardly ever get sick, but it's been a there's been kind of a weird run in the last month or so, like last two months maybe. I'll say it was back to back, man. That's crazy. Yeah. But uh, what I really want to talk about tonight is uh, this um, this thing with the national college debt that all these kids have, <clears throat> and they tried to come up with a plan to alleviate it, and I understand where. I look at it like these poor kids are stupid and they fresh out of high school to take on this massive fucking debt and go to college, you know, for four, eight, 12 years and have nothing to, nothing useful after they come out. Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, that seems like they got taken advantage of. It's incredibly immoral and unethical. So, I mean, yeah, fire beware too. And that has yeah. been propped up. I mean, in a, in, a, in a free market, those sorts of market useless degrees would be eliminated because those graduates are not finding effective employment. People would stop taking them. Instead, we keep propping them up through the federal government, through the state governments. Uh, if, if, you stop, if, you, if you just restored this back to, uh, back to a system that was not top-down administration and a lot of public subsidy, you might see that correct itself. Because certainly yeah. not every degree is useless, but there's a hell of a lot of useless ones. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's what I'm kind of getting at is that they, they're, it seems to me it is a, I don't know, it's unjust and therefore, I, I don't know, it, it is incredibly wrong and I would like for them to have a, a means out or a means of You think they were just like deceived basically? Yeah, they were taken advantage of hmm. as far as I can tell. Well, not every person was taken advantage of. Like, you have to think that if you... No, but they're naive. They're incredibly young, naive people. That's why they get so brainwashed. That's why we have these incredibly loud SJWs that are just god-awful to look at. They're of age, though. (laughs) I mean, they can do other stuff. They can bang and smoke cigarettes and vote and... No, that's what I'm saying. I I think it might be like how I guess my worry would be that the cure or the treatment would be worse than the disease. That is to say, stealing everyone else's money to relieve this debt to me is is an added injustice, not a not a remedy. You know, I don't want to do it via government. I just I'm trying to think of a more practical means of fixing this. 
Well, well start, like a, start a GoFundMe. I went to college for gender <laughs> studies, and I'm an idiot. Uh, I don't know. It, it is a tough spot. But, yeah. um, but then again, you know, a lot of the stuff... I can tell you right now, there's not like a specific fact that I learned in college that has has put me in position to um, to do all right in life. I hope it's it's a set of analytical skills, but maybe maybe that's the problem is these colleges aren't just they're just not pumping out enough thinkers. They're just pumping people full of useless indoctrination as opposed to people who think critically. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't this bad when I was in school. Nobody mm -hmm. was telling me what to think. But yeah, it was starting. Is, yeah, the writing was kind of, I remember the writing being on the wall a little bit when I left, but that was new to me at the time. So I didn't recognize it as easily. Anyway, uh, final thought, if you want it. Uh, did you hear that Ben Shapiro is going to be dropping Birch Gold as a, a sponsor? What's why? Well, he's exchanged him for Charmin Ultra. <laughs> okay. Because they're of the yeah, they're shortcoding that shit like it's shekels, man. He's Crazy. he's capitalizing on the uh, the fifty dollar a roll Charmin these days. <laughs> a, another um, a friend of mine sent me an image from a Facebook sales page that I think was real of someone trying to sell like a, a regular old uh, you know just a normal size dispenser of um, of hands. Uh, sorry guys, it's giving me some error about my video card. So, I'm, dude, I'm telling you, Susan got your number. Well, no, it looks like it's it looks like it's an internal problem with my computer, unfortunately. So I might have to check this out. I mean, I'll try to I'll try to power through tonight. I'm sorry for the uh, sorry for the interruptions here. I've never seen this error before, but you know, my my computer's had a good run. It's been the same computer throughout the duration of this stream. So perhaps it is in need of some new parts. Well, you know who to call. Ghostbusters. Uh, I, I don't actually. Is anyone out there who can get me cheap computer parts and actually is better uh, well, at installing them? I would than suggest Liberative, but uh, I'm sure there's other people in the chat too. Hmm. Is this Tom or Hanks thing true? What Tom Hanks thing? Are you guys fucking with me? They're saying he has he has Corona Chan. Oh well, that's the accusation on everybody who's sick. Mm -hmm. Is that confirmed? Oh. All right. Well, thanks, Regal Farrell. All right. Oh my Not God, bad. it's true. Really? What? All right. Huh. He's confirmed to have it, or he's just self-quarantining? He's test positive in the chat, for coronavirus. In the chat. Wow. And his um, wife. Come on, guys. And his wife. Oh my God, what if we actually have coronavirus? Uh, well, as I said, if I actually have it, it's, uh, it's, a, it's weak. This is the same Flown shit. through SeaTac twice. I was in California three weeks ago. I have taken a West Coast trip. Uh, yeah. So, you know. That was what? Uh, that was like three weeks ago that I was on the West Coast. Me too. And I did fly through SeaTac. And I ate there but also. I actually just had to run through the airport. I didn't. I didn't hang out there. I like SeaTac. It's a nice airport. Oh, I guess we should take a break. Yeah, we are due. Uh, over on um, D Live, Silosopher. Thanks for supporting the show. Much appreciated. Uh, we can check out Streamlabs. See if anything's going on over here. Uh, Gannon says, Blonde, in order to calm your worried mind and bring peace to your soul, I just wanted to encourage you to do the following three things. Go to confession regularly, receive the Eucharist weekly, and sit quietly in the presence of the Blessed Sacrament often. There you go. I don't do any of those things anymore. Wow. I should do all of them. Bad Catholic. Really, I've been a really bad Catholic lately. 
Phil says, how do people want smaller government and uh, how do people want smaller government still advocate for any immigration? Uh, all these small government types still refuse to see the correlation between importing more people and the expansion of government. Strict vetting isn't the answer. Uh, yeah, well, I, I suppose that's that's probably true. You can't, I, we kind of get into the same reality that like as uh, that that women's suffrage has correlated with a lot of uh, a lot of government expansion. Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly not sure. <laughs> like my computer is just just fucking up like every ten minutes. So I don't know. People people want us to carry on. Should we carry on? I don't know. What do you guys want to I, do? I, I'm gonna have to figure this out because if it does this on a Sunday, that's gonna be like that's that's dead in the water. Mm. <clears throat> so if you guys aren't bothered by it, I'll carry on. But uh, this is this is bugging me. I've never seen my computer behave this way, and that worries me a little bit. Is it really hot? Uh, no, I mean, it seems like it's running just fine. It, for some reason, the streaming software I use is giving me a, like a video card failure. Just I, I don't know what's prompting it, but I've uh, never seen that happen before. People, Some people are saying carry on. Some people are saying, and it, you know, most say carry on. All right. Well, we'll, we'll keep going, and I, I apologize for the, uh, for the stupid interruption it's uh we'll, well hopefully it won't come back but i'll have to investigate this and figure out why it's doing that uh anyway thank you phil um are you good on streamlabs yes oh richard enormous bulgaria has opened a dam and flooded a river on their border with turkey and greece in order to prevent masses of migrants from crossing this is how slavs fight barbarians at the gates I haven't like followed that story crazily, but uh, that story closely. But I've seen some crazy footage of the Turks like busting down fences and walls and weird stuff. Am I missing the context for why they're doing this? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I've been out of the world news realm. For... Are there any uh, Turkey experts? Call in and explain to me why Turkey, supposedly an ally, is appears to be intent on like flooding Europe with more migrants. As far as I can tell. Nobody blonde. You were talking about doing something uh, about fathers not being with their kids on homelands. Did you mean motherland? Probably, I would assume. Did you change your mind on divorce and remarriage? Uh, when I was talking about divorce and remarriage, I was talking about people that um, don't have kids, typically. But oh, he also said you were talking about dad's responsibility for not supporting kids with the girls. What? Holding dads responsible for not supporting kids with the girls. I was talking about single moms. Maybe it was the single mom conversation we had on Sunday. Like behind every single mom is also an absentee father. Like we mm. can't just continue to blame single moms because you know fathers are clearly a role in this divorce situation. Uh, although women yeah. do initiate most divorces. Um, but people shouldn't be having kids getting divorced and getting remarried. Like if you're a single mom and that's all you can do is get remarried, then like by all means get remarried, find the best possible man that you can to help you raise your kids. They'll be better off. But if you are married and you have kids outside of like physical abuse or infidelity, you're just going to have to stick it up. Hmm. Um, White Knight Leo. Greetings from Florida, man. Opinions on High Point uh, 1095 as a pig hunting rifle I've and no or idea. 1025 auto in general. Congrats on the baby blonde. Thank you. I've never had a High Point and I've never gone pig hunting, so I wouldn't be able to tell you. But I do want a yeet cannon from High Point. You sound so, awful. 
It's not, maybe my voice is going a little bit, but we'll we'll drag on between the technical problems and the uh, coronavirus. You know, it's it's a rough Wednesday. I know, but we're getting through. If it stops a few more times, maybe we can just wrap up early. I hate to do that, but you know, we got to be realistic about some of the difficulties too. Steven Suarez, uh, when will Joe Biden call a potential black voter a bligger to his <laughs> face? Did you see him say this week that he's going to take everybody's AR-14s? Yeah, and that guy, the guy he was talking to was just on Ruben's show earlier tonight. I couldn't watch the stream live, but as soon as we're done, I want to check that out. Oh, my God. Um, did you, I, didn't, I had to watch it multiple times, and then some other angles came out that had better sound quality. I didn't realize until a little later that he actually called the guy a horse's ass, too. <laughs> Said, stop being a horse's ass. You're full of shit. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it it was a great encounter. I'm sure we'll talk about it more on Sunday. Uh, Graham Godfrey, Obama interfered first endorsing Justin in October. Enjoy your Bernie Bros. Yeah, I forgot about that too. Obama endorsing Justin uh, Trudeau. That's weird. Um, I wonder how common that is. Foreign leaders endorsing the election of other foreign leaders. Is that happening frequently? I'm I'm sure. Uh, Laurel says, FYI, Trump just announced a halt to all Europe, uh, to all travel from Europe except U.S. citizens returning home. Wow. And except travel from the U.K. Basically, Yikes. every event, every piece of travel is canceled now uh, until spring. Like it, every every big event, Coachella, South by Southwest, uh, E3, the big video game conference just got canceled. They're going to have basketball games with nobody in the stands. I, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. In yeah, Seattle, man. they're not even going to play the baseball games at uh, Safeco, the opening ones, at least at the end of the month for the Mariners. They're going to move them somewhere else. Crazy. Yeah. We're good. Okay. Let's hop back into the calls. Uh, Ron Jur is up next. Ron, I think it's Ron Jur. Ron Gur? I don't know. Ron, you're good to go. Oh, hello. What's hey, up, I was... Well, I was sort of wondering if I could hear a little bit on what made you decide to want to do a podcast and what keeps you doing it. Ah, uh, well, that's probably a different, a different question for each one of us. You want to hear both? Yes. Okay. You want to go first blonde or second? Um, I think we just did an interview and we had kind of a good rapport and, um, this is a really sweet deal for me because Matt totally carries the show and I just have to show up. So, it's a product of my laziness, but also it's good to have Matt in my life because I think that if he weren't there tempering my black pill situation, um, I definitely would have quit and things would be a lot worse. I'm sure you would have been a school shooter by now. Probably for sure. Yeah. <laughs> the first female or one of the few. Yeah. Yeah, really. I would make n none of my shots. Yeah. I, uh, the, I, I kind of joke that my whole channel is an accident, but that's actually mostly true, including podcasting. I got on YouTube doing video game content way back when I won't rehash that story. People are familiar with it, but the way I got into podcasting was I, through the stupid videos I was making, I got into a guest spot on a, you know, just a, a duct tape video game show. And those guys invited me to, to be on it uh, on a permanent basis. So I did that for, gosh, man, it must have been like a year. We just had some stupid, you know, tiny video game show. And um, and it didn't work out in the end. And I, and I ended up leaving that show. But I knew that I wanted to carry on doing something long form, talking about stuff that I care about. But that was, by the time I wanted to do a new show, that was spring 2016 when 
a lot of my perspective was changing and Trump was really rising. There were a lot of interesting things going on then. So I knew I wanted it to be like news and politics, but I needed to find the right person. So I wasn't actively searching. I was just kind of sitting back and like considering how I would do this because I was still working my, my, you know, quote unquote real job, my big kid job at the time. And then about the time that Blonde and I got into this, uh, seriously, we both, she actually just flipped the table at her work and was like, I'm, I hate this job. I'm not doing it anymore. I, I put in my two weeks and, you know, did the honorable thing, but, uh, it was so satisfying, but the, yeah, it's basically an accident for, I mean, I don't, I don't know if you'd characterize your entry as an accident, but you know, we never really planned this either. No, no, that's true. And then, like, once we started getting a, an audience that liked the show and was loyal to the show, then a lot of it, it's like, I, I don't want to disappoint the audience. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that nothing lasts forever and the day will come, but I do know that we have to navigate that so carefully so that we don't start a civil war among the people who listen to this show. Like, if one oh, of I us know. screws the other, if one of us stabs the other in the back... People uh, would just mutiny... Yeah, people will be mad. Like I see in the comment section all the time because I've been so tired during my pregnancy. So it's been really hard to do the show during the pregnancy. But I see in the comments all the time, like Matt needs to replace Blonde. And I'm I'm thinking like, if Matt replaced me on this show, there would just be, there would be There'd widespread be revolt. at my door. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm not doing that. I think It'd you need crazy. to read less into the comments. <laughs> I should stop reading the comments. Blonde's too neurotic for, uh, yeah. for that sort of thing. Yeah. Anyway, does that answer your question? Do you have any thoughts or other questions about it? Um, what do you, Was there like any sort of like event that made your channel more popular or did you just keep doing oh, the Oh, you had that viral video. Uh, yeah, I mean, every once in a while there were there were videos that would catch fire and, you know, things would grow a lot very quickly mm-hmm. that was the old way of youtube that's not youtube anymore if you yeah, want to talk about anything no interesting, viral videos anymore yeah if you want to talk about anything interesting as an independent person good luck it's not going to happen and generally podcasts you can get a 10 minute video if it's really compelling back in the day to catch fire to get like an hour or a two hour stream to catch fire not going to happen unless it's like some exclusive guest that's very relevant to a viral news story at the time mm-hmm. or something like that podcasts long form ma- material like this is more about building uh, a loyal community week by week or however frequently you're doing it so that's that's just sticking to the grind anything else okay cool well yeah i think that's it for me thanks for your time right. yeah thanks man thanks. Mm-hmm. Bye. his little tongue is sticking out Aww. Wow, cuddling Caesar. This is a rare sight. He's a good boy. Are Tails, you good you're good to go. Hey, guys. How are y'all doing today? Besides right. being sick. Or... Yeah, you know. I might have to go get a test kit, but other than that. Yeah, stock up on toilet paper. Um, I don't get the so... toilet paper runs, but that's a separate thing. <laughs> no, yeah. So I was just wanting to kind of pick up on something we were talking about last week as far as... Um, the male female differences and stuff and i just i remember one or both of y'all were talking about there was a as far as um at least above the neck there were differences as far as like iq or stuff as far as like i think distribution yeah Um, Uh but i was wanting to see if there were any other differences above the neck that y'all thought that men and women like intrinsically had or 
anything that y'all thought was just purely like social construct or a combination? Oh, I think there are tons, not just, not just intelligent or like uh, intelligence or intellectual capacity or talent. But I mean, look at, um, like I've referenced our different results on Jordan Peterson's test before. And of course we're individuals, but I think that our results are probably somewhat representative of men and women not uh, my agreeableness results. Women okay. are typically Cer- highly agreeable. C- certain characteristics, but in terms of like neuroticism, in terms of, um, well, that, that like that's what James Damore got in trouble for. Like he had mentioned mm-hmm. women's neuroticism. That was part of his, his, uh, his Google memo that got him in trouble. But I think there are yeah. a ton of certain personality tendencies, strengths and weaknesses. I don't say it as a male superiority thing, obviously. I think men and women are necessary for each other uh to build good families and to produce healthy kids and all that but i i think that the differences between the sexes both physically and intellectually are, are very real i think you see it every day yeah hmm. okay and you think that i guess that it's there it goes again i'm sorry uh tails we're dealing with some technical issues tonight and we should uh, just start the we should start the um write-ins at seven um, let I hate to, we got a lot of people hanging out. I hate to just leave them hanging. Yeah, we can't do this the whole show, though. I know it is going off like every 10 minutes. Um, I'm sorry. Where did we leave off with you, Tails? Oh, yeah. I don't think that there's that they're societally imposed necessarily. I think that a lot of it has to do with women taking care of children. Like uh, the neuroticism thing keeps toddlers that are constantly eating things off the floor and stuff alive. Yeah, you have to be fairly neurotic to like give a shit that and micromanage a small child. And neuroticism, that's just like being like sensitive to like risk or anxious or what that's Uh, it's a lot of anxiety. It's anxiety related. Um, Okay, well, I know y'all are having like some issues, so I won't uh, take up too much more of your time so you can get more people. We do Uh, have issues. Thanks, man. I yeah, it's, uh, you know, some. Some some problems just present themselves on the fly. For all I know, it's just as simple as rebooting my computer and uh, and it goes away. We'll try. But the thing is, if I reboot my computer right now, the stream for everybody will get lost and we'll have to move to a new page. Like, because yeah. YouTube will think it's a new stream. So I don't want to do that either. Uh, I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate everyone's patience with this, and uh, we'll try to get it resolved. Certainly, this would ruin a Sunday stream, so I will make sure I have it resolved for Sunday. Buddha Fat, you're good to go. All right. Uh, so our church did our annual elections, and I ended up becoming the youth and family steward of the school. So I'm on the cool. council or for the church now. Congrats. So I'm kind of looking forward to that because it'll take it away from that ultra liberal direction that things have really been going and we've really lacked the retention of keeping kids past preschool because we have a great preschool system just lacking past that mm-hmm. uh, can you remind me where you live if if, if you're comfortable In sharing washington state yeah and you don't have coronavirus yet uh maybe i'm kind of sick but i don't think it's coronavirus because the symptoms don't match are you in the uh, Seattle area or are you in like rural Washington? Rural. Okay. And it's still, that stuff's still infiltrating. Yeah. Our county had our second case. Oh, so... no. I meant the, the leftism in the church. Oh, yes. <laughs> but yeah, we can talk coronavirus if you want. But yeah, it's like we, 
the church really kind of went towards that whole we want to bring in refugees thing and uh-huh. they've kind of backed off of that a little bit and my wife keeps pointing at the hedgehog saying that i should tell you guys that she got a hedgehog from me for valentine's they're so cute wow are they what do you do with a hedgehog can you actually like interact with it can you yeah you can hold them and stuff like why do i think they're like porcupines it. are they not they're not prickly they're, they're a little soft? stabby they're oh, a little they stabby, stabby, but they don't leave. They're not barbed like porcupine ones. So if they okay. poke you, it's just like getting poked with like a thumbtack. Okay. Um, but yeah, as far as church things go, it's just kind of hopefully we can go to the point of like not going in that direction. We can get into more of the um, self-sustainment and things like that and teaching mm-hmm. them how to do things because I want to do like one of the first things I want to do is getting into tutoring. To yeah, sure. Kids, even from the outside community, just get them in there for that. And then they can eventually get into the church from there if they want. Sure. To. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it sounds like you're taking on, uh, taking on something worthwhile. Yeah. Um, well, I will let you guys connect, disconnect since we've got issues and get on to some other people before it craps out. All right. Yeah. Thank you, man. Add some duct tape. Our stream has coronavirus too. Yeah, I need to Appreciate go to the ladies' room. All right, I'll bring in the next caller, and hopefully, uh, the stream carries on. Just go, just go. Okay. Sideboard right, Griff, you're good to go. And blonde, blonde, step it out for a second. So if it's if you have a blonde specific thing, I will. hello. Yeah, you good to go? Uh, can you hear me all right? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I had the stream on <clears throat> for a minute. I I had the stream on. Blonde stepping out for just a second, but uh, so if you have a blonde specific thing, uh, we can talk about something else. But otherwise, uh, happy to take whatever it is you're interested in. Uh, no, uh, let's see. I had some topics bouncing between. Um, I think what I want to talk about today is um, just the absurdity of um of how there are people out there in the United States who believe this country to be racist, to be believing yeah. that it's something akin to what was um, the Jim Crow laws of the yesteryears and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so what really, um, uh, and what brought this up was sort of like um, how frequent you guys do your, um, your hoax hate uh, dude i can't even keep up i got like four more for this week it's getting out of control now are you kidding are you kidding and i really thought it was going to kind of die down after jussie because people would be worried about getting exposed in that way nah man it hasn't gone away at all it it is it is telling that there's basically at least one of these to discuss every single week in this country yeah and um what's um and what's kind of scares me a little bit about that is that most of the time you guys show off those um show off the local news coverages of those sure. things. Yeah. And it kind of makes me wonder if there are people who are watching those news. Well, I don't know, probably some old people watching them, but there're going to be people watching those news and 
probably going to be thinking, oh my gosh, that's terrible. And not, not I, yeah. critically thinking about the situation. About, Are we talking well, about hoax other... hate? Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of social pressure not to critically think about it because you're shamed for doing it. You're treated as though you're a racist or you're not sensitive to people who have been racially victimized or whatever. But to your point, a lot of the times that we have cases, like last Sunday we talked about that letter in Wisconsin, so I'll go to like the original Facebook post that is the basis for the news story. And I used to comment sometimes, but I don't do that anymore because I don't want to start a flame war. Yeah, because you're brown uh, shirt, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but, as uh, people would say. But yeah, to your point, there will, there will often be hundreds, if not thousands of people taking that thing hook, line, and sinker. Just yeah. 100% buying it without asking, asking any questions at all. Well, they're doing a cost-benefit analysis. They're, you know, because thinking that something like this happened will give them social credit and cost basically nothing if yeah. it's proven wrong. And then uh, yeah. the, the media never follows up, which further disincentivizes. Which is usually how, as far as I can tell, that's how most of the hoax hate that we cover ends up. It just never is resolved and disappears. Mm -hmm. Maybe a handful get caught and exposed as definitive hoaxes, but most of them, it's just the person... The likely explanation is the person does it, they cash in on the social points, maybe the GoFundMe as well, and then the thing just goes away. Never, never to be the fa the true facts never come out. Yeah, and um, I can't say for certain if I I haven't really um, seen for myself if anyone does actually believe some of these hoax hates uh, like on Facebook because I don't I don't go on Facebook yet. That's garbage and. Yeah. Um, in real life because I'm a introvert and I don't really get out that much. So yeah, I don't know for certain, but that sort of like, but because of the social pressure and because some people just don't think of it too clearly, it, it, it just, it kind of worries me to think that people think that way. Stream cut out again. Yeah. Unfortunately, I they cut out during your discussion there, Cyborg, but I got it back up as quickly as I could. Apology for the technical difficulties. But yeah, it is, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a supply and demand problem. I've heard people characterize it that way. There's a big demand for people for racist incidents to justify their worldview. There's not a big supply of them, so you got to fake them. And yeah, uh, and, and yeah it, it, it is, I don't know. People always say, well, there's way more real hate crimes than hoax ones. I don't know. And frankly, I don't care to do the tally count. All I know is there are plenty of hoaxes uh, for us for us all to think critically about this sort of thing and not just evaluate each one critically, but think what are the implications for our country that this is happening so frequently? Why do people have to hoax this so frequently? And how yeah. many times will they do it before we start uh, looking at that and saying probably bullshit or doing the whole blonde thing of, if true, don't care. That'd be another yeah. perspective to have. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, thanks Anyways, for your thoughts, man. Yeah, no problem. See you guys later. So what do you want to do? Uh, I, I defer to the audience. If they think it's too intrusive to enjoy the stream, we can call it. But if, uh, if they want to hang out, I'll hang out. Maybe we should just shorten it up. We got, uh, we're coming up on the top of the hour here. So let's get, let's take one more. At least one more. And then we'll obviously I think we should I think we should try to get through our email questions yeah, as well. I Unless agree. it's yeah. I mean this thing is that's the trouble with this is it's it's happening like every ten minutes. I wonder if it's I should look later at the timestamps. I I will. I wonder if it's happening in a regular time increment. It kind of feels like it, but who knows? It does seem like it's pretty evenly spaced. That would be interesting. 
Anyway, Marie, if you're uh, if you're there, you're good to go. Otherwise, we got Mustache Asian up next. Mustache Asian, you're good to go. All right. Least in the kingdoms up after that. Least in the kingdom, you're good to go if you're ready. Or so, yeah. yeah, go for it, mustache, uh, mustache, okay, if you're ready. Got it. Least, uh, yeah, least and Marie just hang out, hang out for a minute. Yeah, it's been a while because in the time schedule always kind of like uh, conflict with the uh, call-in show timing. Sure. Time so yeah, but yeah, so up in Seattle, um, and uh, and that's right. And you you had now. moved from San Francisco, right? Yeah, I moved from San Francisco back to Seattle, yeah. and now you know we are kind of ground zero, sort of. And yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately, we can't really like for my parents that they can't really stay home. Uh, they have to go to the hospital quite often because my grandma has, has been hospitalized there, and now they just move her move her to a adult family home. But hopefully hmm. that she didn't catch anything, because she's at Providence, which is where the first case, first ever case in, reported in USA. Really? Wow. Yeah. So, but then I mean, like the good thing is that she, he he got sent straight to ICU, basically, or like containment. When he reported from his house, they took him from his house to ICU. So far, I haven't seen any other cases going on, at least at that particular facility. So, I'm not okay. sure. We're not sure, yeah. like, what else, like, if that's a, if that's really the case, or were they playing political football at the top, like the Evergreen, um, uh, um, the uh, the other the other hospital did, because supposedly hmm. they were kicking around for like four days before they actually reported to anybody wow okay so, yeah so that's what from inside inside baseball right there so anyways yeah so hopefully i don't know like how else we can contain it and working at home now so hopefully it's, it's gonna keep something do you how long are you gonna have to do that do you know it's like a two-week thing or ongoing uh, indefinite. hopefully two-week thing I, I, right now it's indefinite because they keep on adding cases mm. in different different uh different uh, locations but mostly at you know, adult family homes, you know, well, not adult family yeah. homes, like actually like, you know, those nursing care, like kind of kind of facilities, mostly where the the older, uh, of course, the uh, age group congregate. Sure. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, All right. Well, yeah. good luck, man. It's, it seems yeah. like it's rough out there. Yeah. Yeah. So, Anything yeah, else before we let you go? Uh, just uh, starting work, but then being a designer, my boss, just me and my boss at, at the office usually. And but he listens to NPR, ah. he works. so it's like driving me insane. I don't know how you can even stay awake listening to NPR. They have the sleepiest voices. Yeah, it has a unique style. Yeah, yeah. So and he and we talked about guns, and he's really extremely anti-gun. He thinks that shooting bad guy is just an excuse to have guns. Excuse. No, no that's well, I call it an excuse. Yeah, it's a reason. It's a reason. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, like just so but it's just like uh, I, can't, I don't want to argue with him on that anymore because i'm just an intern what else i can't can. yeah, yeah yeah and if you're you know if if you're in that position you got to be as we talk about on this show all the time you got to yeah. be strategic about when you decide to fight your political battles yeah and uh otherwise in, he's a nice guy but yeah yeah just don't just don't bring up politics and and if he does just be like oh yeah all right yeah just just cool. kind of okay 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 yeah yeah just, okay yeah all right Thanks All right. Thanks, man. And good luck. Have a good night. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Mm. Okay. Top no of the hour here. No confirmed cases in Idaho still. 
There but are I none am in Montana so close either. To Washington, so it's just a matter of time. There are none in Montana, but some Montana resident is in Maryland and has it now. But she hasn't been back to Montana since like November. Mm. I think Montana was like the only state that had no states even bordering it that had coronavirus. But now one of the Dakotas does. It so. does like feel different. Like things have an end of days feel. Uh, I, I mean, treat it seriously. Yes. But I, I think a lot of the there, I don't know. I guess I'm somewhere in the middle. I don't, I don't want it to go as far as to say like, Oh, it's just the flu. It's no big deal. There's nothing wrong here. The, the, I think the problem is that we just don't know. We don't know a lot about this illness specifically. Yeah. A lot of the numbers we can't really trust, and we just haven't had enough time and exposure to it to evaluate how dangerous it really is. Mm-hmm. So that does lend itself to people just kind of panicking and everybody everybody yeah. running around like their hair's on fire because we just don't know. As soon as we know, as soon as we have some reliable numbers that's, that, and we can compare it to other things, then this might calm down a little bit. Good thing I prepared for 2016 Boogaloo. 2016? Yeah. You were prepared back then? Don't you remember? I freaked out and then I bought $1,000 of freeze-dried food. Oh, yeah. You still have it, I assume. Yeah, it lasts 25 years. And yeah. then toilet paper, water purifying tablets. I bought it's a bunch just, of seeds and like gardening books. It's just good stuff to have. Mm-hmm. Over on DLive, ETC says, Blonde's face when she kicked the table made my day. I didn't want to interrupt our caller. But yes, it was pretty funny. Sorry, it's my belly. Because I, I pull out my desk drawer to set my microphone in so I can get it closer ah, to my face. I see. Yeah, it's really uh, Whiskey it. Bacon and Silosopher, thank you guys for supporting the show as well. Get oh, over should on I read D-Live. Um, I can check in on Streamlabs, but I think we're, we just might have a couple over there. Let's see. Oh, man. Uh, we're actually good on Streamlabs. So if you want to check in on Super Chat. Okay. What are the symptoms? We would have fevers, right? It's like it's respiratory stuff and it's fever. Yeah, but I don't think I have a fever. I don't have a fever. I just am really tired and angry. So. Yeah, I just have like nasal congestion. That's it. Like, a, and some, like I had a sore throat a couple of days ago. Mm. And this, this lymph mono. node in my jaw is all swollen. Like when I had mono. That's the yeah. only time I've ever had like pebbles, swollen lymph nodes in my neck was when I had mono. It just permanently uh, depleted your immune system. Maybe. It's like the herpes virus. It never goes away. Isn't Epstein, it a variant of it or something? But like Epstein everybody Barr has it. Is a is a herpes. I think 40%. Is it called, that's the technical term? Epstein? Epstein-Barr. Wow. All right. Um, Kevin Smith just got home from three weeks at work. All the toilet paper is gone in the store. <laughs> wow. Nobody says, thanks, Blonde. Trying to cut down on edgelord stuff. Who, me or you? Because I'm not. Uh, Although I have wanted to back off of the single mom thing a little bit. Well, I think um, there's probably two things that are true on that. At one, Like one, th- there's room for precise words, but you know, it's like asking Trump to speak in precise words. Sometimes that's just not his style. But the other thing too is like, um, like a lot of people get personally offended and, and it's not a commentary on you as a person. I think we have to talk about like good and bad behavior and ideals socially without people uh, attributing that to themselves or taking personal offense to it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all sorts of bad things that have happened in my life too that I still want to be able to talk about as a reasonable person and evaluate them objectively without being personally offended right. that someone um, that someone spoke critically of, of 
something that I have a personal connection to. Yeah. And I have a, I have a new theory on this. I swear like that just cut out at nine fifty seven from the last time it cut out. So I'm going to let it run because we have to answer email questions too at bare minimum. But I'm thinking it might be doing something on a like an even 10 minute time. Maybe there's some, some kind of system update going on. Something weird. So we will, it could be something, yeah, maybe my computer is trying to do something every 10 minutes that is causing this. But it, uh, I'll have to evaluate because I will check again in 10 minutes. But I okay. think we're going in basically even 10 minute blocks, which is very weird. Like Laurel, she was not mad about the single mom thing. She was like, "Bitch, you're right." Sure. Shout um, out to Laurel, which I appreciate. she does a stream every Wednesday and Thursday, or Wednesday and uh, Sunday before our streams. Oh, if you yeah. want to check it out. Uh, Gay Dad's Bear Walmart sold out of toilet paper, so I just bought a bidet on Amazon. I too have a bidet, and it's amazing. I don't I think I've ever used one. It seems odd to me. Oh, it's like a like warm water just kissing your butthole it's the best thing ever you'll mm. never want to go back to toilet paper after you use a bidet it's way cleaner <sighs> okay well if i get the opportunity shouting from the cheap seats um uh, my ancestors were unskilled russians please call me a hunky hmm 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 Abed, it's a scientific fact that women can see more colors than men when my girl and i argue true? on what a color is i just claim she's mocking my disability <laughs> Is then they can see you. I wonder what that means. Not different colors, but maybe like more readily see the subtleties of color. Is that maybe? I wonder what that means in detail. Yeah, there's pressure, you guys. You can like adjust it and move it to what? different places. The bidet. People are, are baffled oh. by this. I don't know why yeah, people no think experience. that toilet paper is like cleaner. You're just like like mushing around the poop on your butthole. So gross. The Japanese got this one right. Um, Black magic. Never give up, never surrender, never stop fighting, you beautiful cock holsters. Seed, not one more inch, more duct tape, and toilet paper. Yeah. Hopefully the stores aren't sold out of, sold out of duct tape because I'll have to get some for Sunday. <laughs> you can done. So the stream keeps cutting out, and you're both out of focus and not looking too great when you're in focus, and most of us would still rather be here with you than anywhere else. What was that? There shouldn't, there shouldn't be any focus issues. But What am I, I hearing know. right now? Uh, I had some noise coming off least in the kingdom, but I had to mute him until we can get back to him. Oh, okay. But I thanks don't for, hear it. Thanks for what you do. Don't sweat the small stuff. We're trying. Uh, Jim Keats, as a Scott-Irish-American, all I want is a politician that goes after my vote as hard as some block companies do. I had to rejoin seven times. YouTube is sabotaging you. Finally, what's Blonde's stance on video games? As an expecting mom? I don't know. I mean, escapism is like my sole route to mental clarity. I, I, I understand why people do it. I'm not into video games, but I've been seriously considering it recently. Huh? There, there might be some you might be into, I suppose, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's primarily my use for it. It's like, I need to turn off my brain for a little bit and just uh, zone out. That's, that's what I use it for. Yeah. I just need to like power through the rest of the pregnancy and then there will be no worries because children are never doing anything stupid and I'll never have to worry again. Oh my God. Neuroticism overcome. Yeah. I know. I'm like, I want to get pregnant. And now I'm like, why did I do this? This is a horrible <laughs> idea. Uh, His blonde are... capable of like <laughs> inner tranquility. I don't think that, that you are, but no, it's uh, a huge character defect, but I think it also has something to do with like being a woman. Probably. And anxiety disorders and stuff. 
um, username password. Got my order from Phoenix Ammo today. Thanks for the coupon nice. code. Good. MC listener Matt. Five percent um, off everything at Phoenix. Indeed. Laura Rose. Hi, I need advice. I'm divorcing my husband. He cheated. Mm. Thirty-four. Have no kids. Is it too late for me to try to start a family again? Should I just devote my life to public service? Love from a Wisconsin fatty. Wow. Um, no, you should try. You should keep trying, and then give up when you're forty-one. That's a tough spot, man. I uh, good luck with that. I, I feel terrible about that sort of thing. I mean, I I, I can understand yeah. why you make the decision, and we talk about that all the time. And then you're in a you're in a really tough spot where, gosh. Um, but yeah, I think I think you're probably making the right call. I think you you have to. I think most people would see would say that infidelity is a justifiable reason for mm-hmm. divorce, and I th- I think that uh, you have to carry on looking for what it is that you want in life, no matter you know no matter if it's exactly as as planned or not. Yeah, I mean, my so, grandma uh, had a baby at forty three. Yeah, I there are some people in my family who had had children at like age forty. Yeah, it's not it's not Just impossible. Keep trying it's not and te- uh, you know uh, treat. Um, dating like a job. I mean, you're not really going to have a normal morning period for your marriage. You just got to get right back on the saddle. Hmm. Um, Sorry to hear it. And thanks. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Totally. Good luck. Um, I did want to mention this on a personal note. So, cause, I, cause I'm constantly talking about how I struggle with like a terrible anxiety disorder. If anybody in the audience is dealing with this or has dealt with it in the past, like terrible crippling anxiety or obsessive compulsive disorder, could you, Write me an email, blonde in the belly of the beast, and tell me at Gmail, at Gmail, uh, what you did to help because I'm doing exposure response therapy, and I don't think it's working. I've been doing it for six months now, and it's very traumatic, and I hate doing mm. it. Um, my mom keeps telling me to take up knitting, like that's gonna fix everything. So if anybody has conquered this problem, I would really appreciate some suggestions. Uh, what's the point of having an audience if you can't use it for your own therapy, right? There's, there is a broad base of knowledge in this audience for sure. That's one thing I, I really respect and appreciate about it. Oh, Laurel sent fish antibiotics to both of us, penicillin and amoxicillin. I, I didn't Supra. check. The, well, thank you, Laurel. I did not check the, uh, uh, I've not checked the PO box for a couple of days, so it could be there. Otherwise I'll, I'll be there either uh, tomorrow or Friday. That's hilarious. Thank you, Laurel. Well, uh, I might need fish antibiotics to get over this sort of thing. I don't know what I have. <sighs> thank you. Uh, got the hive. We'll take a, uh, let's see. Okay. We're six minutes since our last disconnection. So let's try taking a few callers and we'll see if my 10 minute theory is correct. Uh, least, can you, uh, I still got noise coming off you. Least, are you there? Hey, I'm oh. here. Uh, can you guys hear me? I can. Oh, yeah. um, it's just, it's you got so a lot loud. of, there's like kind of some weird noise coming off your mic, but maybe we can make it work. Oh, that's that's weird. I don't know what that's had, that is. But um, hey, so anyway, I call myself the least in the kingdom, and I like to say that I uh, drink Dr. Pepper and I know things. So uh, okay. I'm here to answer all your questions and add add value to your show. Um, the first thing I wanted to cover is that the the press is bad at math, right? So one of the main problems that we're seeing with the coronavirus is they're calculating the mortality rate way high because they're basing it off of the the known cases right the confirmed uh-huh. cases instead of like uh a, you know a better estimating how many cases actually exist or something like that and then trying to figure out what the uh the mortality rate is off of that so we started three percent it came down to two percent it came down to 1.5 percent and this is i think what most of the real fear and terror is based off of is this like incorrect math that everybody's been doing 
And I want to like tie this in. You remember the Mara Gay Brian Williams thing where they said, <laughs> yeah. "Hey, we could we could give everybody a million dollars." Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, basically Mara. that's it. Like these are the people that we get our information from, and they have no idea what they're doing. She has recently come out on Twitter and said that everyone who criticized her is now racist because oh, all of the that. criticism. Yeah, no, it's on her. Uh, I went to her Twitter. Uh, profile and she is basically saying everybody who's criticizing her for this is racist it's just a little math mistake She's black no right <laughs> she is but you know here's the thing that's not Brian even Williams a stereotype about black people you <laughs> can't do math <laughs> yeah. yeah right so needs to I, hang I mean, out with I, more asians whatever exactly i personally yeah. uh, called for firing both of them so i i think i'm in the clear there I, I'll got to check that out. I mean, it's the thing is, it's not just a simple math slip up. It's it, as we as we were talking about on Sunday. It's not just oh, you you said this number when you meant that number. I get it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's that everybody looked at that on the screen and did not for one second like evaluate the numbers in their mind for yeah. uh, on on their own. Because that's an yeah. obviously you don't have to get specific to be like oh how many times does three hundred twenty or three hundred thirty go into five hundred you can see that's not it doesn't go into that a million times yeah that but that none of them did that and it's not it's how can it be racist when we're criticizing Brian Williams on the equal terms and he's white yeah and all the uh, all the unknown race people that were uh, behind the scenes. Uh, creating the graphics and so forth so must have um, been the diversity producers fault who knows yeah so <laughs> I, I also wanted to touch on uh single moms because i know you guys were talking about that and uh, i thought this was actually a very interesting thing because basic negotiation is when you were trying to make an agreement with someone you make sure you get promised what you want before you give up what the other person wants mm-hmm. and i think that single that Basically, women need to understand this. This is the whole purpose of marriage, right? It's an agreement that you enter into where you're going to be taken care of in exchange for the services that you provide. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And women are not doing that. And then what has happened is the court has kind of perverted uh, the situation before the 1980s. And, and a lot of people don't realize this. If you were a single mom and you took somebody to court who you weren't married to and said, well, he's the father of my child. They would look at you and say, well, there's no way to prove that your, your case is, is, uh, you know, unless he says he wants to take care of the child, your case gets thrown out hmm. after about the 1980s, they came up with, uh, DNA evidence. So they started basically, this is, uh, this is something that has changed, you know, within my lifetime. So I know hmm. about it, but a lot of younger people don't realize this. So after the 1980s, when they came up with DNA testing, they could say, oh, well, you really are the father. And, you know, we have all the Mari Povich shows and everything. And uh, then you can be charged child support, basically. So this is this is something that, to a certain extent, the science has caused us, right? There used to be a very clear understanding that if you wanted to have a relationship, you wanted a husband that was going to stick around, you made that the priority before you gave up the goods, so to speak. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about it about the relationship between those two things as possible explainer. That's true. And this is another, like, I know um, a lot of women whose, uh, whose mates, whose partners are like, I'm not going to marry you because of uh, divorce laws. And then they still have kids with them anyway. I'm like, why would you do that? Why? Uh, that is the exchange for women. It's like, 
the man takes a takes a financial risk and then she takes a physical risk by having children with the man. I mean, yeah. there's risk on both sides. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Last word if you want it. Well, uh, I really appreciate it. I hope we uh, get to talk again and uh, we'll sure. uh, have everybody follow me. Xverum uh, on Twitter. E-X-V-E-R-U-M. Right. Thanks for the great call. Appreciate it. Thanks. Okay. Uh, All the uh, risk but, is on the man. That is not true. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't agree with that. There's, no, there's um, certainly risk for the woman, but they're again, they're different. They're different risks. They're different, they're different risks. vulnerabilities. I mean, dating as a single mom would be really difficult. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Certainly. Uh, by the way, we passed that ten minute threshold. We're two and a half minutes clear of it. So maybe my theory is out the door. I don't know. Uh, Dangerous Spaces is up next. At this point, we might as well just go, you know, our normal call length, I think. Thanks for sticking with me. I know we both feel like uh, we belong in Wuhan or something. And uh, thanks for everybody for putting up with, uh, thanks to everybody for putting up our, with, our, with our technical issues. Dangerous Spaces, you're good to go. Hey, yeah, everyone's saying keep going in the chat. So I think, I think people, most people are just happy to, to deal with it. So. Appreciate it. What's on your mind? Um, so, so, um, <laughs> firstly, that, uh, that Tom Hanks thing that you guys looked at before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're in Australia. Ugh. Yeah. I saw that. So apologies for anyone that's a fan. Apparently we made Tom Hanks sick. He's currently there now or he visited. Yeah. Th- that's what the statement says. He's in Ugh. Australia. It's okay. fine. He's what a big part? pedo, so we're not worried about it. And by the sounds of it, they're, they're going to be staying in here. I don't think he specified where. Ah. But he just said we're in Australia and we've been diagnosed, so presumably they're going to have to stay here for however long. Well, I wonder if he'll make a movie about it later. In Fukushima. I've been first generation. Sorry, I joined the wrong room for a second. Go back. Start over. Oh, you're right. um, Great show. <laughs> Terrific. Sorry. Compelling. Here's why we listen. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if I had anything specific to really talk about today. I mean, there's been a few things. I don't know if you saw on Twitter the um, AOC was saying that it's racist because people aren't going to yeah. get Chinese. And she yeah. doesn't understand how to say patronizing. Yeah, I was curious about that. Can you use patron as a verb? I, I, I... Yeah, yeah. It's patronizing. It's it, but you but you can't say funny, I patron this restaurant. Is that not a thing? You would say you're patronize. Not, yeah, you're not patronizing. You're not patroning a restaurant like she said like four times. Yeah, it's patronizing because the funny right. thing about words is they often have more than one meaning. AOC, <laughs> imagine yeah. that. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It, so that that was painful. There was Joe yelling at the dude. Yes, um, which I'm excited I, to hear from that guy. I want to see what his uh, yeah, what he has he, to say. He seems, he seems. I mean, he doesn't go into any sort of great detail, so it's difficult to tell. But he seems, you know, reasonably intelligent, reasonably switched on in regards to when I was watching him talk to Ruben. I, have, I didn't get through all of it before the show. How long started. did they go? Do you know? Oh, it's not very long. It's like, a, I think, half an hour, 40 minutes or something. Okay, maybe. cool. Yeah, I want to listen to it. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it seems pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think what else there is. Oh, everyone freaking out over the fact that uh, Bernie seems like he's probably going to lose out. Yeah, I, I thought I th- I thought for a second he was going to quit today. I thought, well, why else is he going to hold a press conference? This dude's going to quit. Nope. The Sunday, the Sunday debate will go on. He's staying in, which I I don't know. It's going to be 
right before i think it starts an hour before we go live so obviously i won't be able to comment on what has happened in the debate on that timeline but i wonder if there's a way where we could like check in live i youtube deleted our stream for doing that on the call-in show once yeah. though. so i don't think i want to yeah. risk it I, I know i was the one that was on the call with you yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i got off and you're like freaking out the call shows off and that was the one where i was thinking Oh crap! I got oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they took us down just for checking in on the debate for like two minutes. Yeah, I'm looking forward to yeah. the fact that it's just those two because we get to see how many insane things they can say in what it, whatever it is two Did, hours or it, so. People, uh, let me know. I, I I saw a headline and then someone told me later that it was parody, but I thought it was real. Did the DNC actually change their rules to allow them to sit, or was that was I duped by a parody headline? Oh, I, I'm hearing legitimate news sources saying that, so I presume okay. so. Yeah. So Sound they actually, so they actually have made it uh, elderly suitable. It wow. sounds okay. like it. Yeah. Why don't we just put them in wheelchairs? That would be more appropriate. Well, it does seem stupid to kind of do that and not really just admit that. Yeah, it's a couple of old guys with not enough energy. That probably isn't a good idea. Give them both canes to gesture with, and and yeah, do the whole bit. I want to see the full grumpy old man show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, All right. can, you can. You can literally. That's the thing. You can literally replace their faces on a grumpy old man poster and not <laughs> have to change the title. Yeah. All right. Uh, final thought, if you want it. Uh yeah. Let's do a quick Australian word of the week. Okay. Let's let's link it to AOC. I don't know if I can uh, Google it though, because my computer might blow up. So I'll have to do it. Oh, simply. you Google it. You're not supposed to Google it. You're supposed to guess it. That's well, the I know, point. but I like to see it in context. But all right, let's. I'll guess. I'll guess. So um, so it's a phrase. This one, hang shit. Hang shit. Yeah. S-H-I-T? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, a snarky retort. Uh, sort of, yeah. Can I get a sentence? So, so everyone likes to hang shit on AOC because of all the stupid things she says. Yeah, all right. Like, so pile like, on? Yeah. Yeah, essentially. So, make fun of, basically. Yeah, talk shit. So it's kind of the Aussie way we tend to, we tend to say it. Hang huh. shit, I like that. All right. Well, thank you, man. Have a good night or a good uh, afternoon, whatever it is there. Yeah, just hit afternoon here. So, all right. Now, right, you guys have a good one. Golden Leaf is up next. We can take a couple more before uh, bottom of the hour here. I feel my voice is going though. It's on its last stretches. Oh, uh, no. What's on your mind? Can you guys hear me? Uh-huh. Yeah. How are you guys doing today? I've had better ones, but, you know, we're making it through, as always. Yeah, I, I sent an emergency crate of duct tape just in case to your <laughs> house. The The supply drop should be there soon. Yeah, that'd be nice. Duct tape and emergency. It's... Emergency airdrop, yeah. Yeah. No, like emergency, Contact like the, 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 you know, the high, oh. <laughs> high vitamin C powder stuff. That's what I mean. Oh. Or it's like a fire extinguisher break in case of show. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. But uh, all right. Uh, here's the thing. What would you rather see, Trump versus Biden or Trump versus Sanders in a debate? Are we talking show or are we talking like politically? In a full debate. Full Trump v. Biden for the gaffes. I was t- I forget who I was talking to, but someone basically said all he has to do, all Trump has to do, is just ask Joe Biden what day it is. Yeah. I don't know, man. Even even despite the. <laughs> just being out of his mind half the time and the gaffiness and stuff. I still, I'm going to take Joe Biden seriously. I still think there's enough Trump derangement and passionate Trump hatred for people to vote for a person like Joe Biden and put him in office. 
Like Bernie, I don't feel like I have to take seriously because I don't think he has real electoral chances. I think Joe Biden does have real electoral chances. And that's why I wouldn't, like if I have to say I want to see that debate with the real prospect of Joe Biden becoming president, I'm not sure I make that pick. I would probably pick Bernie just because I think Bernie's ideas getting exposed makes him a weaker candidate. But maybe Joe just falling over and half dying makes him a weaker candidate. That'll do it, yeah. Well, and also with your thing about the toilet paper thing, uh, I don't know if you watch Paul Joseph Watson. He basically said the main thing is because our instinct of our own mortality, like this news is propping these up, you know, all these infections. So it's propping up our mortality. It's like, oh my god, I may die. And we go for basically bundle. Like, whatever we can quickly transport. I guess. I just, like, if if it's a genuine emergency, first of all, toilet paper doesn't matter if I don't have food to eat. So I will worry about that first. But even still, like, okay, a worst case scenario where I, I have to live off an emergency food supply and really find ways to subsist for a while... I'll just wipe my ass with some kind of rag or something. Like it's not that big of a deal. You could. We have figure talked a lot about butthole cleaning preferences. As of right? all the emergencies <laughs> I would face in a in a like a just an apocalyptic scenario, a catastrophe like that, I yeah, wiping I my ass is is not high on the order of priority for me. Maybe there's something I'm missing. I will also say he, Paul Joseph Walton also said like if you look at the UK, there's people returning from Italy. And, like, there are no doctors. Like, there's no checks, no nothing. Yeah, I heard that on the news. Yeah, people have come out of Italy and just, you know, walked cleanly out. No no evaluation. The EU's EU's basically saying, hey, stop, like, don't close our borders because that's not going to help. Even though Russia did it, and it's very... Right now, they they say they don't have any cases or very few. I'm going to take that with a grain of salt on that. But I I basically... I basically, my mom, uh, my final words will be, the United States just did the right thing, just cut off Europe. We just cut off ourselves from Canada and Mexico and just be isolationist and say, fuck you, world. Yeah, get your saws out, or else we're going to have to build some walls. No, build some walls or just create a giant, like, wasteland to where they can't <laughs> Nuke the border <laughs> so they can't cross it? It's too much radioactivity? <laughs> yeah. Just... All right. <laughs> Surrounded in a green glow. We'll see you, man. All right, take care. We can get maybe one more. Oh, did you come to cut? Tex, me? we'll see if we can get Tex in here. Tex, you're good to go if you're ready. Uh, I am. Thank you, Mr. Christensen, for taking my call. Hope you're oh, having very, a good night. Very formal. I appreciate that. Thanks for oh, calling in. <laughs> uh, I wanted to ask the both of you that. Given this current field of Democratic candidates was hailed as being the most diverse in all of the then all the fields before it, with regards to intersectional groups promoted by the Democrats and progressives at large, how could such a field uh, narrow to two older ethnically European and very tenured men so quickly? Um, yeah, who are who are the racists? Who are the sexists? <sighs> Yeah, I think that the left fundamentally they're pragmatic, and I think that they'll do whatever they can to win. Well, I think, uh, and I think a lot of this is not actually a sincerely held belief. It's a belief that's advertised publicly for virtue points. But when it comes down to actually making decisions, nobody makes decisions about whether you're picking. Nobody makes that sort of decision in your life whether you're picking 
someone to, I don't know, do some work for you, or you're picking this, or you're picking that. Nobody, nobody makes those decisions based strictly, or at least most of us. There are some yeah. of us blonde who might make those decisions based strictly on the race or gender of people. I don't know. I, I mean, know. I also but take... You're looking take, for the best person. That's what I'm saying. Uh, umbrage so more, with this, um, calling them three white guys, uh, because Bernie's Jewish. He's not white. And so was Bloomberg, right? Bloomberg, yeah. And then um, but they Biden's the, the passing only white privilege, which I've never understood. That's not a fucking thing. It's not a thing. I, I, I've never understood the, oh God, do I want to light the, everything on fire? The distinction there is like very, very gray to me. Like obviously they, to just a layman person, they look like white people. Uh, so what? I mean, say that to a person that's 25% black and they'll tell you to go fuck yourself. Yeah. And I think, ask, uh, and the, ask the, somebody if, if they if, like if you ask Bernie if you think that if he thinks that he's white like in private conversation he'd be like no well the thing about um, like Jewish ethnicity on the victim hierarchy thing too is it's it's it can be both like a top tier a top of the top of the pyramid or the bottom depending that's true like yeah. it, when it comes to Nazis Jewish people are the ultimate victims in this worldview but when it comes to say like uh, Palestine Jewish people are the ultimate oppressors it really just depends on the context so a lot of that because like... they have so much financial uh, success in this country um, people are becoming more apprehensive to categorize them in, in a victim class mm. I think it's the the Asians get a lot of the same treatment too. Like right. they, they they can be convenient. They can be part of the people of color club, but as soon as it comes to things like college admissions, they're booted out swiftly. You smell so bad. Anyway, sorry, we've kind of got off track. <laughs> get us back on track. Yeah, it seems like uh, it's a case of ideology butting up against reality. For they sure. have a yeah. view of the world in one context that has been greatly espoused throughout the. Uh, really throughout the past few centuries in academic circles and yet now that's gaining some sort of mainstream success it's now hitting up against what actual reality is and reality is not conforming how they would like it yeah the other interesting thing about this as i was going through that last week thinking uh, after elizabeth warren quit and i was looking at all these claims of like racism sexism homophobia no matter who they pick, there could only be one. So there's going to mm-hmm. have to be some ism, yeah. some bigotry right. that is the, the explanatory reason, unless you get the ultimate, like, again, like the black Muslim uh, tranny in a wheelchair, the ultimate intersectional queen. There's some uh, bigotry against some minority characteristic that would have to be part of that decision-making process, at least mm-hmm. as they've explained it. True, true. Though it seems... It seems like the entire narrative put forth that it is the a specific class of people that has been uh, holding back or rather dominating the uh, sphere of power for the last, uh, really for the last three or four centuries, according to, uh, I forget the guy's name, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it seems like just the general... Uh, ideology of progressivism is beginning to break down and it is one thing i'm fortunate uh, to see because it gives me some hope that there might be a a way of actually uh returning society to a state of true normalcy if you understand what i'm trying to say 
Uh, sure. Yeah. I, it is fun to watch. Uh, I, I always enjoy, however it happens, to watch this ideology collapse upon itself or watch these people eat them, eat each other. I love it. So uh, it's been a fun show. I, you know, I don't know that Bernie v. Biden is the most entertaining final two we could have picked, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll gladly watch. Mm, true. All right. Have a good night, man. Thank you. You too. Bye. Thanks for calling in. All right. We will, uh, in the interest of uh, all the technical difficulties, although we're on almost a 30 minute run here with no problem uh, and, you know, just our general uh, diseased state, I'm going to call the, I'm going to end the callers there. And uh, we appreciate everybody's patience and putting up with all the nonsense tonight. And uh, if you are having, if you're, if you're trying to get into the live room and you're having trouble, of course, uh, or if you, you can't participate in the show and you want to do it live, you can send us questions by email. Again, beautyandthebeta at gmail.com is the only inbox at which those are accepted. Please put call in show question in the subject line so we know that's what it's for. That'll help us out. And uh, we will respond to all our email questions in the last half hour of every Wednesday night show, as we'll do right now. This was a comment that I like to slip by because it was talking about Michelle Obama's penis. Ah, you I believe Michael I Robinson's. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> it's really oh, Michael, Michael Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is evolved. I believe I can solve the mystery of Michelle's mystery penis. Having recently discovered the hate fact archive, I decided to read one of the stories, a book called a troublesome inheritance, genes, race, and human history, where it talks about genetics and how certain groups of certain genes. And one of the genes mentioned in passing was something called <sighs> hot and tot apron. Is that true? Wow. Which Bushmen women have. It's an elongated labia, which is okay. a significant number of Bush women have. Um, going by the description on Wikipedia, it? it would be long enough to swing around like a tiny penis. All right, I'm going to Google this. Hopefully my computer doesn't blow up from trying to run this, but... Ugh. Are there Okay, images? do I dare look at the images? Ah! Oh! Okay, do... <laughs> I yeah. mean, that is, uh, if there's ever such thing as like a, a floppy vagina, that's a floppy vagina right there. Weird. Holy cow. Um, okay, fair point. Maybe I, I, I had dismissed this theory because I thought no such female genitalia could flop or swing in the way we can observe in that Ellen tape. But uh, clearly, they do exist. Swinger. Although, like, a lot of these pictures are really old, and a lot of the pictures are of, they look like, um, they look like they're, like, 1800s era African women with some of the most comically exaggerated, like, female features I've ever seen. Gross. Are you looking at some of these, uh, badunkadunks or whatever it is they call them? They're, yeah. There's a lot of junk in that trunk. Oh, it's like super beef curtains. The they are they those are drapes for a mansion, yes. Thank you for the information that I I will uh, consider this the next time I insist that Michael Robinson is in fact a man. Uh, appreciate it. Six shooter says, I just uh, tried to open Uribe. I don't know what that is, and it showed a full page. It must be a browser or something. It showed a full-page ad where it wouldn't let me click through about a weatherproof magnetic GPS device that would let me track my kid's card, including where they are and how fast they're driving. This bothers me. I mean, there is nobody asking who I'm tracking or why this seems like Big Brother stuff, an invasion of someone's privacy. It would seriously 
have uh, pissed me off as a teenager if I found out that I was constantly being watched, not to mention spouse, a spouse bugging the other spouse. Do you believe this is necessary or not? So if I understand this correctly, you can basically buy a device, plant it on someone's car and track it at all times. Yeah, that's weak. That's weak. There would probably, would there not be legal implications though if you did this to someone, like another adult from whom you did not have permission? Probably, I wonder. Yeah. Like a, 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 a parent doing it to a kid, I don't know that I would go that far as a parent, but I wouldn't say that you're not within your rights to do it or that it's inherently wrong or anything. I think it would be wrong for an adult to do it to another unknowing adult. Yeah. But I would say that's probably for the law to handle in terms of the misuse of that tool as opposed to like the tool being being banned. I would say the same thing like, well, because you can stab someone with a knife does not mean that we ban knives. It means we punish people who use knives to abuse others. I think that's the same way you would handle this particular technology. Agreed. Trouble is, how do you know, though? You might be tracked for a long time without even knowing You're at right all. And realizing it, yeah. Yeah. Retro Robot Radio. So it sounds like they're demonetizing Sargon and some others again. I heard a simple solution to YouTube's tricks. Make an original piece of music and get it published with a minor online publisher. Use it as your outro song. Claim a copyright match against your own videos. Ah, all the profit from commercials on your videos will be redirected from you to you. That's really smart. <laughs> That's uh, That does, based on how I understand their copyright system, which I battle on almost a weekly basis, Thankfully, we're moving on from the Sarah McLaughlin bit. As soon as one of these guys quits and Tulsi quits, I won't have to do this anymore. Yeah. But that, based on how I understand how this works, that probably would, that, I I, I do think that theory would work out. Um, I just don't know that it would protect you from other, like if I did that, but then they also detected Sarah McLaughlin, how would that get resolved? Multiple copyright detections in the same thing. I don't, I don't know exactly how that would play out. Hmm. How do I say this? Phantasmagoria? Hmm. Phantasmagoria. Yeah. I've been hearing a lot about, or I've been hearing a lot of right-wingers uh, talk lately about how Latinos are natural conservatives and how they would never vote for socialism since they fled socialist countries. Yet looking at the data from the primary season, Bernie Sanders had a significant lead in support with Latinos at almost 50%. How do these conservatives reconcile those two things? Would it take Trump not increasing in his uh, non-white support this November for them to wake up to this demographic question. I think the basis for the claim is there's a lot of Catholicism, you know, in Hispanic communities, but I, I don't know that that translates to voting. Certainly, I think there's... The only counterexample I can think of is that, like, a lot of Cuban immigrants tend to be conservative with rebellion against Castro, basically. Right. But right. yeah, like, Nevada specifically... Hispanic voters went heavily for Bernie, I think in California as well. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I, not that I would, not that you have to name names, but I guess I haven't heard a lot of people out there saying I'm in favor of the current immigration status quo because the people coming from south of the border are natural conservatives. Right. Maybe, maybe the, the I hear point conservatives is more, say that sometimes. I guess uh, I haven't heard it a lot, but maybe the point is more refined than that. Joshua says, as an African-American, I worry about the future of black people. Blacks seem to be behind in all different categories. What do you think will move or can move blacks out of this position in society? Um, definitely more affirmative action. I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's hard. I mean, 
I think that like other uh, sects of society that are dealing with issues that father absence is a huge problem. Uh, single motherhood is a huge problem in the black community. Um, and the direct result of that is, is poverty. Yeah. I'm sure crime. I think uh, to, to get the, the value system reformed and the family integrity reformed, I think a few things are necessary. One, I don't like that this is the case, but I think that it's true. I think most of the time, the messengers for those sorts of values have to be black themselves. Mm-hmm. Don't, not that nobody wants not to hear that, it from me. Yeah. That yeah, that's the thing is like, it's just a more effective messenger when it when it is an African American person making these making the case to other African American people. I, I I don't like that that's the case, but I think that's the reality. And I think the case that has to be made is just about self ownership and self reliance that I know it's tempting to for someone to come to you and say, listen, I'm going to give you a whole bunch of handouts. I'm going to give you X, Y, and Z, and we're going to take care of you. But the trade-off in that deal is that you have less self-ownership, less self-reliance, that you are dependent on somebody else instead of you owning your own life. And, um, and there, are, there are a lot of, of black activists who make those types of cases effectively. You know, it's a slow process. But I, we'll see how this next election plays out. I won't be surprised if you see another increase in black support for Trump, though. Um, maybe because it looks like Biden will be the nominee. He tends to do pretty well in black communities. So may- maybe that won't be the case. I don't know. But um, but that's sort of that's so, sort of how I see this thing playing out. Jay says, uh, I've heard you struggle a few times on the mother doctor legal question when it comes to abortions. And I think I have a fitting analogy that's pronounced analogy not anal ogs blonde anal ogs what am i whatever i don't know did you say that once you probably did it seems basically like a murder for hire scenario to me woman hires doctor doctor gets paid for ending baby's life i'm no legal expert but i believe both hitman and client both receive murder charges in the murder for hire cases what are your thoughts on that take um, yeah, I'd have to see, I'd, I'd like a, a legal, legally informed opinion on that. Like a lawyer's, uh, a lawyer's explanation of that for me. But I, if you grant that, that abortion is the ending of an innocent life akin to murder, I don't know how you escape some level of liability for all of those involved in carrying out that end of the life. And right. Including pro-choice people in the populace as well oh uh well you want to punish people for their opinion on it um i'm saying like we've created a culture where this is an acceptable thing to do legally so there's going to be blame at many levels i'm not talking about like holding them ah. legally liable or anything yeah. like that um but it's not just the doctor because at this point in time because it's legal any doctor is like it's not like you have one executioner in town that's legally sanctioned to do this. You like you know that this person can just go to any other doctor and do it. Yeah, and it's not as though the doctor invaded your home and came in there and um, forcibly ended the life of that child. That mm-hmm. child was voluntarily presented to him to have its life ended. Uh, so I I don't necessarily struggle with the idea that there's some liability again thought exercise if you accept that there's no uh, distinction in this case between ending that life and ending the life of any other innocent per- a person aka murder there are a lot of implications here I 
I don't know um, what the what the ratio of responsibility is. That is to say, who's more responsible, who's less responsible. But I think any honest evaluation of the of the of the scenario, granted that premise, means that there's shared liability and shared responsibility for both parties. However, we slice it. Uh, and and then also, what about all the people that perpetuate this myth that um, it's not a life that that you know, the fetal life isn't a thing that there's no viability before 20 weeks or whatever arbitrary. I mean, like, you know, I know a lot of people that have had abortions that at the time they had the abortion, they believed that and then came to believe something else later. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, but again, they're not responsible for yeah. their actions or anything like that, but right. we, the people have been misled about the moral nature of abortion. Sure. I, and I know you already said this, but I would just be double clear. I, there in no circumstance would I assign legal liability to them. That's, that's Oh just yeah. He opinion. is talking about legal. No, of course not. Yeah. I'm talking about more from a cultural standpoint. Um, but I don't know. I used to be also a lot harder on women that had, had abortions. And now I just kind of, especially since I came to the church, it's like, it's not really my job to condemn these people. Is what? It? You're getting soft. It's your job to condemn everyone but yourself. What are you talking about? That's probably true. I mean, but it's not my job to be like, they're, you're going to burn in hell for what you've done. It's like, I'm not God. I don't know what God is going to forgive us for. Yeah. Uh, and so I can't really make that judgment. I mean, like I said, like, look at Abby Johnson. Like, do you think Abby Johnson's going to burn in hell? I hope not. I think uh, I think she's a great person. Who the the reason that I think she's a great person is that that she's come to terms with the things that she's done in the past, and that she has take she's made it her life her life's cause to encourage other people not to make those same mistakes. And that's a really difficult position. Yeah. To be I, I respect what you want to do is you want to busy Phillips it up. And you want to be like, yeah. I made a good decision. Everybody she is the anti-busy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was, it was hard for her to, to recognize what she did. Um, and see, we have to give some credit there. And then maybe she's prevented people from having abortions. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure she has. She's a very effective spokeswoman. Yeah. I got a lot of respect for her. Uh, oh, management's up next. You're, that one's yours. And Do thanks, you think Jay. modern liberalism is the problem or a symptom of a broken society? Someone who loves themselves does not partake in degeneracy or tear themselves down. They treat themselves with respect, mind, body, and spirit. Um, oh, that's a hard question. I think it's a symptom. I think it's a symptom of a broken society, but specifically the symptom of, of broken families. Yeah. And when I say liberalism, what I really mean in this context is like big nanny government, take care of everything government. As soon as we've broken down the family structure, we've, we've created a society where we look to not just government, but the federal government to solve every problem that arises before us, where instead the, we, we, we've reversed the order of, of people that we should go and talk to, right? You should be talking mm -hmm. to your parents and your family first, then your community, then maybe your city or your state. And then federal government is like last resort if you have a massive widespread problem. But because we've really broken down family structure. It's not just that family isn't valued anymore. It's that in some ways it's not even a necessity and it should be a necessity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it shouldn't be an easy choice to just get a, you know, get a divorce and, and take care of your kid on, on 
with government benefits or something like that because it's a perverse incentive system. It just creates people who are dependent on the state. Agreed. You got a headache? <laughs> yeah, I just feel, just feel like garbage. Um, huh. Did I read that one? I guess the, he's kind of asking, it, did liberalism cause the broken society or did the broken society cause liberalism? I don't know that I have an answer on that. But like we talk about all the time on this show, I think first and foremost, the breakdown of the family unit is the, the, the primary explanatory factor in a lot of the social problems we see. Yeah. Uh, this is Chris M. Do you want to hear about a scenario advocating to give pedophiles child-sized sex dolls in order to make society safer? The preamble Ooh. takes longer than a tweet's length, so I don't want to type it all out if it's going to get tossed, but we'll write it up if you are watching for it. I should have read this before I put it in here. Sorry. Well, uh, yeah, send it. How? How? I guess we could go through it on the show if if it 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 must be of a certain length, I suppose. Uh, that is a very interesting prospect or hypothetical maybe it's actually real maybe it's not just a hypothetical now do you indulge their tendencies to save real kids and does it in fact save real kids oh i don't know I, I i'd like to i would like to read it though yeah go ahead and send it uh henry says what were your favorite colleges or classes you took in college rather um i had a lot i actually ended up enjoying history classes in my later years more and i wish i would have got into history uh earlier than i did but in terms of my political science major um my favorite class was actually a first amendment class and we would just uh it was conducted in in sort of a law school type way we'd have to read the case law come in and the professor would just cold call you and if he cold called you it was your job to break down the case and break down the majority opinion and the dissent and then explain who you think decided it correctly. And then he right. would just, he would just grill you on it. I mean, God, I was terrified in that class, but that's why it made you mentally tough because you knew today might be the day that you're going to get ripped yeah. in front of everybody else in class and you're going to be petrified and just horrified. But my favorite moment in that class was when we read Lawrence v. Texas so no, that must've been, that was equal protection due process. That was not first amendment, but it was the same teacher. Um, so some very similar classes, very similar class structures, constitutional law. And he, he just walks in and he sits down and he goes, I forget who got cold called, but let's say it was Smith. I don't know. Mr. Smith. Cause he was very formal like that. I was Mr. Christensen, obviously Mr. Smith, do you have a constitutional right to fuck ass? He had to answer the question because that it was, you know, the Texas sodomy case. It was the best. The guy was the best. I haven't actually talked to him. Um, really since I graduated, I don't think. And that's, that's 10 years ago now, but I, I feel I should probably send him an email and say, you know what? I really appreciated how you created a challenging academic environment and you weren't a giant pussy. Yeah. And you asked someone if you have a constitutional right to ass fuck in front of the entire class. <laughs> that guy was a hero. He was awesome. Um, I liked, uh, various economic classes. That's uh, my whole answer. <laughs> just various. Anything yeah they were they were really hard i uh really enjoyed them was it like math hard or was it like theory hard both um and then i had a class a two-year-long class a humanities class where i read many of the classics and that was also excellent it was really good for my personal i feel like life. i would enjoy that stuff more now i feel like the 
my enjoyment of certain types of thinking has evolved. I had no appetite for like political philosophy back then, Neither even though I was forced I. to read it, but it, it always was so boring to me. I actually liked the math and like statistical analysis of political science more yeah. than like sitting around thinking about, I don't know, sitting around reading Plato, thinking about what the best society would be hypothetically if all things, you know, if, if humans weren't humans and things worked perfectly. Now I really enjoy that sort of thinking though. I just don't have a lot of time to put towards it, at least uh, a lot of free time for that sort of thing. Anyway, thank you, Henry. Oh, I, this one from Billy. I can help you. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, long story short, I've been smoking weed daily for about seven years now, and I feel like it's become an unhealthy vice. I'd like to quit, but every time I try, my appetite goes haywire. When I go a day without smoking, I feel, I'll, fear, I'll feel starving. But when I try to eat, I feel sick to my stomach. I'm wondering if this is a common issue for daily smokers who try to quit. If so, will my appetite ever be normal again? I don't exactly have any fat to lose, so I'd like to be able to eat again without having to get high first. Thank you for your time in advance. This was a problem when I quit smoking marijuana. Um, so I was drinking like um, Insures, which huh. they're like 600 calories. And then like lots of spinach, stuff like that. Like stuff that's going to give you the nutrients that you need um, without you having to eat a lot and then eventually your appetite will go back to the way it was. All right. Well, good luck. I've, I didn't know that that, that the problems can get that severe. My God. Yeah. Thanks Billy. Uh, Joe says Biden is committing suicide by campaign. If given a terminal diagnosis, i.e. a brain tumor, imminent stroke or aneurysm, he tells Jill that if he goes out in a blaze of glory campaigning, it might get Hunter off the hook and he could be lionized in the press, saving the family name. She, in turn, could feel like she is doing her part, thus going along. Thoughts? Eventual nominee would garner a sympathy vote. Hell, the convention might even serve as a wake. And maybe, oh. I mean, if this theory was true, maybe he would just be, like, mercy euthanized, and they would say he died in his <laughs> sleep or some shit like that. I guess my question yeah. is, if he does go out in a blaze of glory, do we get to see it? Are we talking about like stroke on stage, which again, I'm not endorsing any of this. Susan, don't, don't, don't take me down. I'm not hoping for this. I'm just wondering how this theory plays out. Obviously I hope none of this happens, but as a theory that like Joe Biden is dying and they're using that for political advantage. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like that's so, if that was actually calculated, the idea that anyone would say, all right, listen, like we don't have the political ideas that are sellable to the American people to win the election. So we're going to trot out this old man who has no redeeming qualities whatsoever. And we're just going to let him die for sympathy and then plug in like Elizabeth Warren to take the reins. That's so bizarre. The whole the whole actual situation is really bizarre, though. Like, just cheat. Just just do what you're well do what you're doing and cheat like in california you know let the dead people vote there are simpler ways to um to to actually fudge elections or influence elections than like aiming for sympathy for a dead man however democratic party on the inside is a hell of a party man it's donna brazil was running it saying people were like thieves that were bringing things out into the night that they found in the gutter that was the leadership of the party so Maybe I like the I like the thinking I like the creativity. Anyway, um, we got to catch up with just uh, D Live and Streamlabs and Super Chat. We'll call it a night. 
Uh, ETC says NBA are skipping games until further notice. Uh, they're um, just nobody can attend them, right? No, there will be, the games will go on. It's just no live audience, which will be weird. I wonder. They might actually make me look at it on TV for five seconds since I never watch basketball. But I wonder what that would look like. Tom Hanks. Uh, he also says, or she also says, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson diagnosed with Corona. Uh, corona. So apparently true. Uh, ETC again says, I remember that band show pissed Matt equals gold. That's right. I did. I remember I went on a rant about it about they what? Took our, because when, when they took down our stream for, uh, for the CNN thing. Oh yeah. I remember I was really pissed. The debate, right? Yes. Uh, Silosopher again, uh, supports the show. Thank you. And, uh, ETC last one of the night says, thank you both for keeping the show running. Well, thanks for sticking around. And, uh, we're, we've gone almost an hour without an interruption. So hopefully right. uh, it may have fixed itself. I'm sorry with my, my, um, yes, I'll show you guys my bump at the end. Um, Oh, well, there you go. Nobody says now word from our sponsor raid shadow legends. Our game sucks and we need to be propped up like minorities. He also said, Thank no, you. me, I don't want you to get banned, only survivors. That must be the, the edgelord thing. Um, Anna Hitch, oh, hey, Blonde, I started seeing a psychiatrist a few years ago for anxiety and stress. She practices acceptance commitment therapy, sometimes called ACT. It's helped me profoundly. I strongly recommend it. Um, yes, I have read that this is uh, good to incorporate into exposure and response prevention therapy. Uh and I think that that'd probably be a good tool in my toolbox. And thank you everybody that wrote me emails during the show. Uh, I'll get back to all of you. I really appreciate it. I during the stream tonight or prior? During the stream tonight. I got like, well, they're uh, already coming in. I got like 15 emails. Wow. Um, Seth Hagler. So I was at Thunder NBA game tonight. It was canceled before tip off because one of the players had Corona. NBA. Oh, they canceled. They game. actually canceled the game. I guess There's so. a player with coronavirus now? I didn't hear that. Yikes. Hayden R., thanks for being travel buddies while I travel to Brisbane, Brisbane to tiny Tombaroomba to volunteer in bushfire relief in Australia. I'm currently sitting at a bus station in Cootamundra. Are those real places? Sound real. I, I don't know, I know Australian Brisbane geography. Brisbane, oh, right? Well, that's, that's I don't want to get in trouble you. with the uh, Melbourne Is it Brisbane? police. Brisbane? I think it's Brisbane and Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. I still want to say Spokane. No, I I hate that actually. That it's that does drive Spokane. Me. I understand why. Yeah, but come on. Spokane. I don't. I mean, it would really Spokane uh, is where they were going to have part of the bat the NCAA basketball tournament, and now that will happen without people watching it. Oh, that's so weird. Mm. Uh, nobody. By the way, Sunday is St. Terrence Day. Have a great one. Uh, well, Bravo, thanks. Victor, blonde dogs may be great because they are capable of love. Cats are superior because they are capable of hate, <laughs> indifference, and manipulation. I do like cats, but I'm so afraid of toxoplasmosis that I just like won't get one. What is that like a cat disease? Yeah, but it kills your baby. Cats are bad for pregnancy. You can't change litter boxes when you're pregnant. Oh, okay. Or garden. You can't do anything when you're pregnant. Like, what it's, can you do? No. And somehow women have been having healthy babies for centuries and centuries. Yeah. I counted. I have called poison control during my pregnancy 47 times. Okay. That, that is absurd. Yeah. That is 47 times. You're what? Like six, times. six months. And you're calling them multiple times a week. It's like 
twice a week for my yeah 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 it's really bad so they know you by name now no because i'm constantly lying about my name and changing (laughs) and changing my bill (laughs) (laughs) i know it's really bad yeah it's just pregnancy i'm just so freaked out about hurting the baby it's it's really difficult. You can't see what's yeah, going ironic, on in there, you know? Ironically, it's your stress and the hormones associated with that that are actually going to be bad for the baby. I know. Not like the fingernail polish chemicals or whatever it is. Oh, I would not never touch fingernail polish. <laughs> like yeah. yesterday, I used a Clorox wipe, and then I was like, oh, my God, I should have done that. And I, like, washed my hands and then called Poison Control. They're like, it's fine. What's your, uh, what's your address? And I was like, can I wave my... <laughs> They, they didn't send someone over, did they? No, but they take notes, like they develop a chart. Oh, and so I, I live was at like one, two, three ABC Street. I've given yeah. like every old mailing address I have. I've given. Well, wait, is like, it like a national number or is it local? It's national. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was like handled by each locality, like police or fire. No, it's like one. So I'm hoping that like enough people are are poisoning themselves on accident that they. <laughs> God that I'll blend. Um, uh, Matthew Sobke, Trump should enter the first debate with hello, my name is Donald, stick around a suit and say, this is for you, Joe, in case you forget. <laughs> that would be legendary. That would be funny. Uh, dangerous spaces. Joe Biden doesn't pass the sniff test. He does pass the kids sniff test though. That's true. Or the JK. kids pass the sniff test for him, <laughs> depending on how you, how you want to phrase the joke. Uh, what are your thoughts about China? Oops, I just reloaded that a minute. Got bumped down. About China threatening to cut off producing any meds for the U.S. They currently produce ninety-seven percent of all antibiotics. That's insane. I can't believe that we have outsourced our our medical capacity in that way. I had I didn't yeah, heard idiots. this until this coronavirus outbreak. If the coronavirus is going to have any silver lining, it's that it's going to be a huge blow to globalism and global market. I mean, get, because... get your cheap plastic crap. Who cares? But like stuff that is life and death important. I'm, I'm really surprised we've decided to do that. But whatever. So the NBA has suspended the season completely. No games at all. What? That's what Laurel said. No way. Let me look at ESPN right now. That's got to be news today, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's the ESPN headline. NBA suspends season. Due to coronavirus, holy cow. That's such a major economic impact, too. They're just not going to do it? Jesus, man, that's, that's nice. insane. And they have a lot of time left. The NBA goes on forever. Like, the NBA champion, the NBA finals are, what, in, like, June? So we're talking, like, three months of basketball erased? That's got to be such a hit to the <sighs> league and to all the, you know, all the cities and all those downtown areas around those arenas. My God. Uh, Don, I hate to say it, but Trump needs to close the Canadian border as well. Trudeau will let everybody into Canada just to show how nice we are. And there's nothing to stop infected people from going south after they get here. Yeah, could, could be an issue. Oh man. Um, Freddie sauce, hear me out. Kung flu nullifies most of the elderly, less social security and Medicare payouts. The budget balances and Trump get another victory. Wouldn't that be a treat? All hail blonde fear. (laughs) No, I can't. I can't get behind that. We need old people because... Wow, you have a heart for boomers now. No, boomers aren't that old. Our parents are boomers. We're talking about like the silent generation. Is that right? Maybe. I mean, a lot of the the coronavirus deaths do go up around like 60 plus, but especially among like 80 plus, obviously. Yeah, I mean, that's a generation more worth saving than boomers. 
Okay, so only the really old, but not the kind of old. Yeah, so coronavirus for boomers, but not for the silent generation. <laughs> just, just being clear that you wish coronavirus on boomers. I saw some edgy yeah. Facebook posts about <laughs> about that. Uh, yeah, people are like, we'll build a great society on top of, of, you know, whatever, on top of the boomers being gone. Obviously, joking, I do not hope for coronavirus for anyone. And uh, I saw this, like, perusing Facebook, Twitter, comment sections, whatever about all this. I mean, the way people greeted that CPAC coronavirus news and just connecting people to others and hoping yeah. that coronavirus had got to Trump or other conservatives they don't like. Um, yeah, it's, it's bad stuff. Can we all come together and just hoping for this disease to go away? For let's, real. Let's meet yeah. there. Uh, Kurt Carson, I'm in a fix. I'm against abortion for me, yet would pay more tax for certain people to have them. I mean, that's certainly philosophically inconsistent. Uh, wait, wait, wait. You, you are personally, you, you wouldn't abort your own child, he's saying, mm -hmm. but he's down with paying taxes for other people's abortions? Is that what he's saying? That's what he's saying, yeah. That's kind of a, that's a different perspective. I, I mean, I used to certainly be of the perspective that, well, listen, I would never abort, abort my own child, but I want to, uh, but I, will, I don't want to make that mm -hmm. choice for other people. I mean, the question that I, that has led me down this path is why wouldn't I abort my own child? And is it a, is it because that is the ending of a life for which I'm responsible? Is that why? Mm -hmm. Because if that's why, then it's not simply like respecting someone else's choice any more than I respect someone's choice to rob someone or kill someone or otherwise violate the rights of another person. That's been kind of my mental path. But in terms of actually supporting being taxed for paying for someone else's abortion, the good news is you can send a spicy super chat to this show and Susan Wiki Wiki will delete it and send it off to Planned Parenthood. And that way you can avoid all the IRS bureaucracy if you're looking to make a personal contribution to the abortion cause. Okay. Interesting though. Or maybe I maybe I misunderstand the perspective. No, but... this is just a, you know, abort all, people of all other races except for white people take. Oh, that's what he meant. Yeah, I was going to let you play it out. Ah, get there it, it was too but... spicy. It, it, it was it was so spicy. I didn't notice. He's okay. I see. Well, then disavow. <laughs> Kevin Flanagan, hot take there, Snow Ape. It's definitely big government causing the breakdown of the family, which is why social democracies like the Scando countries all look like Detroit. Really nailed that one. I don't think that I said that big government is causing the breakdown of the family. I'm saying the breakdown of the family leads to people looking to government to solve their problems. But I think they're interrelated. Um, I, I, so I, I don't, I don't think that that's a correct, uh, description of, of what I described. So from... you can, you can suck it, you potato N word. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, spicy. Yeah. Thanks, that is Kevin. from Fisher. Matt, I was stationed in Virginia and the Dems pushed hard for gun control. While I was there. Now I'm stationed in Texas and the Dems are pouring million and millions for gun control. Bloomberg is stalking me. He's coming for you, Mr. Fisher, Mr. Anal Fisher. <laughs> Probably right. like some normal thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, nobody says y'all need to sub to Motherland. Yes, please sub to my new channel that only has 5,000 subscribers. It's called Motherland. You guys are doing what? A weekly show? Is that your schedule? We do a weekly show. It's mm -hmm. getting more difficult though because Robin is 
39 and a half weeks pregnant. So yeah. she could pop at any time in which we're going to have to take like a few weeks off after that. Sure. Uh, Reality Lobster. Um, hey, Blonde, I used to have lots of anxiety until I found this fringe YouTube channel with a soy boy giving breakdown and a nut job partner. I got some AR-15 <laughs> since then. My anxiety is gone. Try it. Well, th well, thanks. However you get your anxiety reduced. Well, however it works. Appreciate um, it. Nobody says, Matt, stop your heresy. Corona Chan, fight in your stead. Uh, I'm not sure I understand. What? Neither. All right. Well, th oh. thank you. What, what was my heresy, though? Uh, I don't know. And he also said, nobody uh, said, did you guys see Gavin and Emily Yukis talk adoption? No. No. This just happened recently? I have not. I like both those people. All right. Do you guys want to see my huge baby bump? I got like two requests. Hold on, like, hold everyone on. wants still, to see it. We still have a Streamlabs, I think. Oh. And uh, ETC also says, shout out to Silosopher, top contributor on DLive. Well, thank you. Thank you for shouting out your fellow DLiver. And thanks for supporting the show over there. Chicken Fried Monkey, last one, says... Just some shekels for Matt's new computer. If Sticks can do it, you can too. Set up a GoFundMe and also, uh, well, that's too spicy. Come on, I'm going to get banned for saying that. She's got a theory about uh, who might behind might be behind a certain terrorist attack. You can't read that sort of thing. Big LC uh, also says hi. Oh well, hello. And uh, no, um, uh, I I plan for eventualities. I plan for equipment failures, so I'll be just fine. Don't worry. And my computer's running great now so hopefully that problem will resolve itself and i won't have to invest in new stuff immediately but honestly it's weird it was probably some weird update oh. it's part of my plan for this year is to uh probably upgrade some equipment so computer will be one of them wow look at that no get your screenshots in because this is going away as soon as we're done uh streaming here that's true oh my god i'm huge oh that's what six Months pregnant looks like just a clump of cells, just a big old football of cells in there. I know. Yeah. All right. Anything else before we call it a night? Uh, no, I'm gonna go to sleep right now. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Uh, again, I'm sorry about the technical difficulties, and I will personally do my best to ensure that this does not return on Sunday. And uh, we'll talk about all the week's news on Sunday, of course. I definitely want to talk about Joe Biden's interaction with this Michigan dude. Um, I, people are sending me hoax hate faster than I can keep up with it. So we got plenty of hoax hate cases. And then uh, I'm sure we'll talk a little Weinstein getting 23 years in prison. Holy cow. What? He did? And Alex Jones got arrested for DUI. Too. His BAC was under the Find out more on Sunday.